Namaskar. Welcome to NFL Masala. I'm your co-host, Anand. And I'm your other co-host, Rakshak. Welcome to the NFL Masala episode number 41, season mm-hmm. two, episode three, and yep. the live NFL draft round one of NFL Masala, where we talk about all the latest happenings in the NFL with a little bit of spice. So as Rakshak mentioned, we are going to do a live draft reaction of the 2023 NFL draft. It's going to start in a couple of minutes. So, Man. Yeah. We have so many moments happening today. Exactly. Are you ready for this, my man? I am ready. I have no expectations for the number 13 overall pick. Let's just see what happens. If it's JSN, let it be JSN. And, you know, Jordan Love has him some fantastic targets. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. And... Before and before we get to the first draft, there was a couple of huge announcements. Lamar Jackson getting a five-year, two hundred sixty million dollar deal extension, and and it was actually ten days after Jalen Hurts got got his extension. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? I mean, it is fantastic because if you look at the uh, the deal memo. It is five years, $260 million. So that makes him the highest paid NFL quarterback. And what's surprising is that it is higher than Jalen Hurts. Right. Um, that's going to give an indication as to just how much Joe Burrow is going to get. I think beat the dull moment here. Oh, we got to beat the dull moment already. What's it, what's it going to be? He's going to be the first $60 million a year quarterback. Ooh. I, I I think um I guarantee it. You guarantee it? I guarantee I, it. Oh man, here it is. And year quarterback. This is right. average value, by the way. It's not total deal. It's sixty million dollars every year for his contract extension. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing like a three hundred million dollar five year deal, that type of thing. But right. Earl's the first one to be sixty mil. Okay, and and of course. The biggest question of the uh, of the NFL draft has been who is going to take number who is going to go number 1 to the Carolina Panthers. And apparently there are rumors that Houston is not going to be looking at QB at number 2. They might take Will Anderson. There were some rumors there. We heard about that and apparently there's a apparently there's some rumor about the Cardinals wanting to trade out of the number 3 pick. Mm-hmm. And include a certain DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly. I don't know about that, but oof, it is going to be big. Mm-hmm. All right. So the draft is starting. And ladies and gentlemen, we are underway. We hope to and um and of course I'll side by side, I'll be looking at at our big board, you'll give our analysis and instant reaction of all the picks that have been made in the first round only. We're not doing it second and third. We have something called lives to live with. Yeah. (laughs) That is very true. That is very true. Oh, yeah. All right. Opening up the big board. And we see a lot of big talents. Like, of course, the number one QB for me to go, it has to be Bryce Young. If the Carolina Panthers select CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, I'll be okay with that pick. Oh, Von Bell just signed a three-year, $22.5 million deal. 
So he is remaining with Von Pete. Bell. Panthers. Von Bell. Okay, and I'm pulling this and side by side. I have some update, and it is the Panthers. Oh, oh! Breaking news from Adam Schefter. Eagles and Cardinals settled a tampering investigation today involving the hiring of Jonathan Gannon. Terms: The Eagles have traded the 94th pick in the in this draft and a 2024 fifth round pick to the Cardinals for number 66. Wow, so that's going to be interesting tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We'll see the result of that. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. What is happening with that? And also, 45 minutes ago, Ari Maroff um, says on ESPN that progress is being made, and he expects an announcement next month regarding the sale of the Washington Commanders. So it's a, it's going to happen pretty soon. But mm -hmm. oh my God! And like on the side of my laptop, I'm seeing. Um, I'm seeing like what happened with um, uh, the Bleacher Report. If you watch like the, the um, last year's um, NFL draft yeah. round one, when Adam Lefke made that and Jason Kelsey reacted perfectly yeah. when they got AJ Brown. And AJ Brown is actually live on the. Um, uh, we'll see. Live on we'll see what the Panthers do now. Oh, okay. oh, are they? Oh, yeah. So it's about to start right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I am watching the NFL channel here. They are doing a live coverage of the NFL draft. I am keeping. I have um one. I have one source with the Bleacher Report live um mock draft um NFL draft number one, and um and it, it's featuring with Adam Lefke, um, Mike Felder, and Mike Renner, two mm -hmm. three analysts. But they're also joined by Micah Parsons, Kirk Cousins, Calais Campbell, and AJ. Freaking brown. <laughs> but oh my god, like I am shocked about what what about that tampering allegation. Like what happened? What happened? I want to know more about this. Like, like, good lord. If this was something that Howie Roseman fleeced the um the cardinals for then i'm like oh my god more ammunition and the thing is the e like if i were to look at the current eagles drafts like draft picks right now they only have um like um, okay i am pulling up their draft tracker the draft um pick tracker on espn right now like i'm just like this is a stupid amount of picks that the Eagles can get. Like they literally came in without a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. Like you're getting two day threes and a date, and you're still you you basically um are going you're with your, uh, you're giving your early third round pick for a late third round pick and a fifth round pick. Oh yeah, like I'm looking at this right now. We have the tenth. We have the thirty first. Um, on the first 30th. 30th and then second and then our second round we have a the 30th pick or the 31st and then we have a third third round pick and then seven seven one one two three seven seven 
So yeah, you didn't. I mean, you had to give up those picks because of uh, that tampering. Yeah. So basically, gave up the ninety fourth pick mm -hmm. and a twenty twenty four fifth round, which was a conditional pick because going into twenty twenty four, the Eagles had had like twelve picks. Now they're down to like eleven because of the compensatory, mm. because of compensatory trades. Mm -hmm. But this changes a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I'll be right back. Yep. And I think with this move, I can see the – excuse me, as I'm still eating food and Anand's back from food as well. I can see – but here's my take. I think the Eagles will trade back the 10th pick mm -hmm. and because they need more extra picks for like, a fourth, for like the fifth and sixth round. They have so – they I only have two seventh rounders. That's pretty much it. And one third. And I believe we have the first – oh, we have – um. Uh, as I'm checking the ESPN live, I think um, SNL Kelsey, um, SNL cast member Kelsey, and um, the other guy from Modern Family, he's joined. They've joined Roger Goodell on the front stage because mm -hmm. right now it's being it's play being played at the um, at Kansas City, who won the Super Bowl by beating my Eagles. And damn you, Jonathan Gannon! God damn you! <laughs> he knew. He knew. That's what the tampering was. He knew. He knew it. Mm -hmm. That's no. Oh, it's an it's a conspiracy, man. You know I've been feeding you all this conspiracy stuff. Mm -hmm. So alrighty, the boos are going. Yeah, the boo birds. Fake Andy Reid is there. Oh. The I think no. I think that's um the act one of the actors from Modern Family. I think or right. is it fake Andy Reid? Yeah, it it is fake Andy Reid. Oh, it's fake Reid. And SNL member Kelsey. Um, I don't know what what her name is, but she is like a big fanboy. She's a big fangirl of Travis Kelsey. Ah. I don't know her name, but I know it starts with a K. Oh, Heidi Gardner. Oh my God, I thought it was a K. Oh Lord. Fail. What a fail from my side, man. Uh, I'm going to remove the hat for a bit and put on the headset. And they're joined by two. Oh, of course. We have an update from um from, from the Bleacher Report. According to Shams Sharania, yeah. the Panthers have made the first pick. And guess who it goes to? Bryce. Bryce, baby. Boom, How boom, does boom, he boom, feel boom, already? Boom. Nobody Dang. has updated yet. They haven't even started the yeah. No, but it looks like that's what Sham Sharania is saying. And I'm oh my god, ah Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> Why does this torture me? Patrick Mahomes with that ring. <laughs> Holding that Lombardi and Travis Kelsey. Uh-huh. Mm. Take a stab me, why don't you? Take a knife and twist it. Just twist it.
Mm. I'm I, I, I'm I'm in pain right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine is uh the NFL channel is a little bit behind. Yeah, things behind by about 10, 20 seconds because yep. I just have Patrick Mahomes carrying the Lombardi Trophy, and I got Travis Kelsey trying to do his rendition of. <laughs> Boy, you're right. Shut up! I hate that Beastie Boys song. Damn it. Oh, this pains a lot. All right. Awesome. Okay. And I just get just get it going. Just get it. Okay. Right. And according to my channel right now. The um the Panthers are on the clock, and you'll confirm all this on ESP on either ESPN or NFL.com officially. Mm -hmm. No, mm -mm. no, mm -hmm. you don't be the Patriots. All right, Kansas City, it's time to get the show started. Okay. All right. So with the Panthers are officially on the clock. And the result of the number one pick of getting the number one pick is when they traded to the Bengals for the 2023rd ninth overall pick, a 2023rd second round, a DJ Moore, and a, and two more draft picks. To the Bears. And for the to the to the Bears and DJ Moore. I don't know why they gave away DJ Moore on this one. No, I think they had to. They needed to get up to the number one spot because they need to get a franchise QB. And as we mentioned before in our mock draft, right? Mm -hmm. They have the ability to get a QB and still make the playoffs because they have a decent offensive line. They have a couple of good, you know, um, key yeah. offensive pieces. And their defense is also pretty scrappy too. Oh, so that is true. They can be a playoff team. And in fact, they could fight for the division title in the NFC South. That is true. So and and, and as I'm looking back into the Cardinals and Eagles um uh tampering thing, you know what? If, if you think about it, giving them a giving the Eagles a high third round pick, you know what they could use it for? Moving up in the second round. Nope. Buddha. Buddha Baker trade. Mm. Hey, you know what, Carlos? You should have given us Buda Baker for this. <laughs> exactly. You cowards. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, I think if I if I'm a betting, but like honestly, and uh, yep, looks like the camera is on Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce, baby. Bum 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 bum. bum. Bryce, Bryce, baby. Yes, I'm going to be dancing. I'm going to be moving around. And, of course, you'll see. Masala. Yeah, this is, yeah, we bring in the spice, my man. We bring in the spice. And with the Panthers, if you look at their offensive staff, with Thomas Brown as their O coordinator, you got um, Jim Caldwell and, and, and I believe Josh McCown. And then, remember, Frank Reich has connections from Jim Kelly, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and stop going so fast. <laughs> I can't repeat everything, but like 
Josh McCown as the QB, Josh McCown as the QB coach. That's gonna be very interesting to see how this plays about. But I think yeah. McCown carries a lot of experience. He's been in like I don't know how many NFL teams. Mm. I and think eight, maybe eight or nine. More than that, more than eight for sure. Yep. Panthers we'll are still. They, if the CJ Stroud uh, <laughs> hype train was real or not. Oh yeah, Bryce Young. Because I think I think they should just go Bryce Young. Best they QB. Go Bryce. Mm-hmm. No, no, because I think he's the number one QB. He's won the Heisman Trophy, and he's more consistent of a passer. Remember, I've talked about. We've talked about. Okay, CJ Stroud may have the good measurables, but. Everyone, I'm going to bring up, you cannot judge one player by one game or one season alone. You have to look at the entire big picture. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, everyone is going to be ragging about, oh my God, CJ Stroud did so well against the number one Georgia defense. Like, yeah, it's one of those games. You're not going to see this happen. Like, come on. And exactly. It's just like, Oh, it looks like the Panthers pick is in because oh, that, that room is pin drop silent. Wow. I guess the communication lines are going back. Yep. I am not like if it's Bryce Young, I would not be surprised. If it's CJ Stroud, then uh, that would be a shocker. Yep. That should be Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh my God. No, Hendon Hooker. No, if they do that, the entire state of North Carolina and probably South Carolina will revolt. They will cede for secession from the United States. Anyways, culturally, they are not a fit. Just go, don't go full ultra, please. <laughs> oh man, we also have to check in, like, what, um, and also, like, we follow a lot of like other. And remember, like us NFL Masala, we have like our big inspirations. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Fourth and John, um, Bleeding Green Nation, and of course, um, guys like Urinating Tree, Tom Grossi, Scooter Magruder, um, Five Point Mid. For me, bro, don't just name everybody. <laughs> all right, no, 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 take, take some, take some too, man. It is Clickbait Sports, the best sports channel on YouTube. You guys have got to watch them, got to follow them, because they will make your day. Yeah. And especially Tom Grassi. Oh. Okay. Packers legend, number one wide receiver for the Packers, if you know what I mean. All oh, those yeah. Grassi Posse fans right there, Grussy Pussy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And um, oh, and also, um, I also want to give a, sh- a fellow shout out to Pete Nathan. Um, like another YouTuber, like who I met. Whom uh, I we've collaborated sometime with Fourth and um, especially after a Fourth and John podcast, and um, and I was recently on his YouTube channel talking Eagle stuff, and um, to see what could possibly happen, and um, it's gonna definitely, be right. Definitely give him a, a shout out, a subscribe to his YouTube channel. Yeah, pick and the pick is in officially from ESPN. Pick is in. And- all right and of course uh like i'm gonna look at the big board again and who do you think the like we know like the number one defensive player as of now that could be taken out at number two or number three from what we've heard i'm gonna say it's will anderson 
Will Anderson, he plays at that defensive edge and can play outside linebacker. He has that versatility from Alabama, man. He he can play four three edge. He can play three four off ball uh, like outside linebacker, and it's just phenomenal the range that he has. It was like it was almost boring to talk about him because we were talking about him so effusively throughout yeah. the draft process. It was like, how good is this guy? Well, he's just fantastic. Probably the best draft prospect overall, not just mm-hmm. quarterback, but probably the best draft prospect. So it is in, and the selection has been made. It is Bryce Young. Yawn, yawn. This is me yawning. Yawn. Uh, Of course. Live. I mean, it is not actually live because mine is about a minute behind. Right. Oh. And oh, okay. Well, this I got cut. I got cut. cut. It's all fine. It's all fine. And now the pick is in. And from my side, Roger Goodell is walking on the stage. I will play that audio right now. Yep. If that's okay with you. Sure. All right. We may be a little bit behind, but bear with us. Oh, I can't hear anything. So with that, the the Carolina Panthers have selected Bryce Young officially mm-hmm. on this. Wait, were you able to? Um, okay. No, I wasn't able to hear, but I can see it now. I mean, mine's a minute behind, but yeah, we'll just see the reaction. Yeah, which is which is um, perfectly okay. But um, the thing, but like as of now, I think uh, of course, definitely the Panthers have to go with the best player available. That's the strat, and the, we're thinking strategy of like the long term of the long term game. I yeah. mean, had they not selected Bryce Young, I don't know what they would be thinking, but. It was a good move. I think it was a no. It was b- the well, duh, kind of move. What kind of grade would would Professor Anand give? I mean, it is an A plus. Okay, like this is the perfect selection. Yeah, his size is a question, but yeah, he knows how to uh, how to minimize getting the hits on himself. And you know, he's as we mentioned in the uh, mock draft that we just released, he is the ultimate playmaker. Like, okay. yeah, he may not have the strongest arm, but he still has a pretty strong arm. Like, he can still fling it downfield. He can still fling it, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. It's not like he's Stetson Bennett. So, he – let's see. Let's see. I think – I definitely think with Bryce Young, if everything goes well, then they are a playoff team. Okay. They can fight that division title. I think they've made some change. I think, like, if you were to – if I were – I'm going to pull up the Panthers roster just to keep up, like, just to see – how they worked with it, and on, and I think like with some of the additions that they made, like they brought in Miles Sanders, and they got, um, yeah, it sucks that I saw Miles Sanders, but they again, you can't pay um, Eagles don't quote unquote value the running back option, but it, but then they also have um, Adam Thielen, which I thought was a big. Is def- it was definitely a big move for the Panthers because they yeah. barely and after like losing DJ Moore, now they now um Bryce Young gets to throw to the likes of Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, 
Terrence Marshall Jr., LaVisca Chenault, She Smith, um, and Rasheem Blackard. Yeah, so, yeah. So, oh, wow. What's up? Houston Texans are on the clock. Okay. Yep. With, let's see. All right. And also side by side, I am checking on the Eagles Twitterverse to see what's <laughs> happening, what's going on, and are there any freakouts going, like, especially with guys like um, Nitro Freak and okay yep yeah okay who do you think the texas take in my mock draft i predicted that they go with um anthony richardson but i'm going cj stroud on this one i don't this know is a... i mean the, there are reports that they're not confident in this uh um this qb's draft class to be honest no one is confident in this qb draft and oh I actually got some. Uh, oh, and, and um, mm -hmm. I am typing something. Some no, some notes regarding. Um, I think who would be the set the second draft pick. Um, C.J. Stroud. Uh, I think like if C.J. Stroud, I think he would be the best fit for the Panther. Uh huh. And um, and I think like and the reason why I think C.J. Stroud, of course, he he he's much of a better. I want to say he's like a better consistent thrower. Um of the ball he has the size he's much and remember like he he has a size over of course best qb performance against georgia he was a heisman finalist and he left the fbs with pass efficiency of like 177.7 uh-huh and then he threw for almost 3700 yards which i think is very is pretty impressive and um and of course he was second in the, he was second in the fbs with like with 41 touchdowns um thrown uh, compared to like for no um yeah 41 touchdowns six interceptions in 13 starts and i think that was no my problem with cj stroud though is that yeah he has the prototypical size he has the stats but he just He's very inconsistent in terms of like the short throw ability. He has mm -hmm. the power to throw downfield, but sometimes the movement in the pocket is not very consistent and it's not as precise as Bryce Young. Um, and some people besides the Georgia game were wondering, you know, is he going to make the big plays that Bryce Young did uh, throughout this year? So, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the, that's the knock. So it is what it is, yeah. but now but i think like but here's the thing like oh and uh, and i believe um who do you think the third pick will go who do you think do you think the cardinals will trade the third pick um yeah oh, oh okay goody two shoes is in what's a what's a live thing right now my man what is this what is he saying so he is saying uh oh yep it's confirmed cj shroud so wow unbelievable well what's so shocking about that if they had taken Anthony richardson yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yes. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted Anthony Richardson. You wanted Anthony Richardson. All right. So tell me about CJ Stroud. What makes him a good candidate for the Houston Texans? Okay. So CJ Stroud, as you guys know, he is a prototypical size for uh, for the QB position. Right, he is six foot three, two hundred and fourteen pounds. Um, he ran a four seven four forty, so it's not the fastest, and uh, he is not the most athletic quarterback. Uh, but he can move inside uh, inside the pocket. He can move outside the pocket. He can make plays, as we saw in the Georgia game. It's just that we haven't seen enough from him. It has like he has a pretty high ceiling, but. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as high of a ceiling as Anthony Richardson because of the sheer athletic talent that Anthony Richardson has uh, versus CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is not a bad quarterback by any means. I think he's going to be he's going to make the Texans a pretty competitive team. They're still not there yet in terms of a overall team fundamentals um, and in terms of like his last year uh, statistics right mm-hmm. had 69% completion percentage which was the second highest um and 300 yards passing 85 touchdowns and uh, i mean he's more of like a well developed passer from and i'm watching and as we're showing highlight they're showing highlights of CJ Stroud i mean all of his best targets have been uh, according one second yeah go ahead So with this, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, as we think about CJ Stroud, he is um he definitely has that ability to make those connect to make those long throws. And he had the weapons of um and he had the ability to work with the likes of um <clears throat> with the likes of Marvin Harrison Jr., Jackson Smith and Jigba and Garrett Wilson. And he has and one of the things that we've noticed about Mar- uh, about a CJ Stroud, great field vision and pocket awareness he has the well not only making the big throws he can he has the ability to move and adjust the pockets he's able to create such plays especially when you're having like incoming defenders when you're having like in when he's facing a blitz but i think but um according to his draft profile if you if we were to look at cj stroud his ability um, excuse me for one minute. The only the only downside, one of the downsides I think about CJ Stroud is the follow. All right, I'm back. All right, back. so as uh, as I was, as I was explaining some of the strengths that CJ Stroud has, but what do you think his one of his weaknesses are, is? Right. So one of his weaknesses is that we haven't really seen how many big plays he's made, um, and that's his very inconsistent in that. And in terms of, you know, in terms of the short game pass, uh, short passing game, he's a little bit inconsistent there. But in terms of like the downfield throw ability, he definitely has the power. He has the accuracy to do that. So we'll just see if he can improve that, then he would be a very, very solid QB. Definitely a top 15 QB. I'll say that like top, top 15 or 20 QB for the mm-hmm. tech. If he can improve on those things. Definitely. And, 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 and looking at the depth chart for the Texans, they have Damien Pierce, Robert Woods, 
Devin Singletary, John Mechie, who's who, who I believe he's trying to get back into the practice field after that battle with leukemia, from what I've heard. I'm pulling for you all the way. And, and, um, whoa, whoa, Adam Schefter is saying something. Adam Schefter is saying something right now. Is that trade? I am trying to figure this out. And I think. There's one minute left on the clock for the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, 54. Yeah. Like less than a minute. I don't know what he's saying on this one, but I, from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like they're the Cardinals are trade. Oh, yeah, trading a break to the Texans. What? Whoa! Dude, I legit, I legitimately, I will not kid you. I thought of this. I thought of this. I was like, dude, what if the Texans have the balls to trade up for the for the Cardinals pick and get Will Anderson? So imagine oh my Will Anderson back to back. Oh my god. All right, let's what are they getting? What's what's going on? <laughs> Texas already made the pick. It has to be Will Anderson. It has it's to be Will It's gotta be Will. Oh my god. What is what the heck? Oh my god. What out <laughs> of this? Oh, I of this. I was like, what if the Texans had the boss to move up to number three? And they did I it. Better beat they the did it. And I think the Texans have already made that pick. It has oh, to be yeah. Will Anderson. Okay, okay, okay. So here it is. Right? So they are going to give. Oh, they have a ton of picks. We just don't know the deals of the trade yet. Right. Um, so I, I think that'll come as as uh, as as we move into the later part of the draft. We'll just see what the specific trade details are. But, dude, how can the Cardinals do this? What is happening? Who is their general manager? That guy should be fired for doing this. I know they wanted to trade away from the from from the third to go like to go deeper, but trade all the way down to number twelve. I guess not enough people wanted to move up for a QB, right? So I guess that's why you know, like I like we were all hoping that okay, you know, the Bucks would probably move up, the Cardinals would uh, or sorry. The commanders would probably move up. The Colts might move up to the to that spot. Yeah. But it's the Texans. Okay, so they have selected. Who are they selecting? What's the selection here? What is the selection here? From my the pick is in. And there's oh it's, it's Will Anderson. It's Will Anderson. Anderson. Oh Eight my god. From the Texans. D'Amico Ryan's is like Jeez. he's like. He's like Michael Irvin, finger licking good. I don't blame him for that. You get a dominant defender, man. Tell me about Will Anderson. I mean, as we mentioned before, he is the perfect Rolls Royce of Swiss Army knives. That's what I compared him to. If there is a Rolls Royce of Swiss Army knives, that is Will Anderson. Okay. He not only has the ability to pass rush, okay, his pass rushing skills is insane okay he's got the strength to bull rush a guard from inside three tech he's got the speed and bend to outmaneuver tackles from uh you know seven uh for, from from the edge uh he can set the edge against the run very well 
He's got he's a great tackler. He's got tremendously high football IQ to snuff out RPOs. He can uh, he can also play uh, on the strong side and on the weak side. And the cherry on top, as we mentioned before, he's got the skills to play off-ball linebacker in a three-four scheme. So whatever D'Amico Ryan's wants to do, we'll oh, 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 he's gonna yeah. be better than Nick Bosa. Oh my God, he's dude! Be like better than Nick Bosa for for the Texans. I mean, that's just wow. I wow. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, my God, you have to give credit to the Texans GM for this, like yes, for pulling yes. off a move like this. What and you want to know one what thing I thought was really cool? His high school nickname in Georgia was nicknamed the Terminator. Ooh. During his sophomore campaign, winning the Bronco Nagurski Trophy as the nation's top defender and earning All-American SEC Defensive Player of the Year. First team all SEC honors while finishing fifth in the Heisman Trophy. The only and like and and um oh my god like I I'm I I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I am flabbergasted. And but the only weakness I have that that we see from Will Anderson, of course, he'll he's he'll be forced into extended confrontations against linemen at the point of attack. So right. you basically he has to attack. He so, said, so, so so the Texans have a ton of draft capital, right? Especially oh my. in the third rounds. So they can go get someone like Amazi Smith if he falls out of the first round or Brian. Oh, the first dude, round. imagine that lineup. Will or, Anderson, right. So they're at number 33. What if they move up to like, let's say the number 30th pick or the 31st or like, some some of those late round picks and they get Kalaja Kansi. Could you imagine Kalaja Kansi and Will Anderson Jr. on the same line? Dude, uh, Jaguars, the Jaguars will be like, oh my God, what am I gonna what are we gonna do? Exactly. And oh, yep, we got the terms. Ian Rappaport's confirming it's the number three and 105 for the Texans for 12. 33, the 2024 first, and a 2024 third for the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so they did lose out on number 33. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's fine. For the Cardinals, yeah, they need – I mean, they needed to move down. Number – like, yeah, Will Anderson would be great, but at number 12, you can also focus mm -hmm. on DBs. You can also get an edge rusher, maybe like a Nolan Smith. Who oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they just need help. I don't know what they okay. just help. And what do you think? And now the Colts are on the clock. And apparently the pick is in. Who do you think they got? I think they go Anthony Richardson. They I think, think they, they go they Anthony got, Richardson? I mean, Shane Sykin, he's already worked with yeah. an athletic QB. He's made him well. So I just – I. I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised if they said something like that. And I think, like, then again, like, some people say he's a project QB, but because of an insane, I repeat, insane performance at the combine. Mm -hmm. Um, if I let me try and pull up his combine um stats on this, like, but bruh, I, I, I still can't believe it. How do you let the Texans go back to back picks? The Texans, them. I don't care if they gave up. Uh, number twelve, uh, number thirty-three this year, and number and a first-round pick next they year. They got a like they, ooh, they got depth they chart got, right now. They got Malik Collins. 
Sheldon Rankins, Jonathan Greeland, right. Jerry they Hughes. As much help on the front seven as the Cardinals did. Yeah. So I just can't understand why the Cardinals would do that. Why would they give away that pick? No, they, I, I, they I, I, get, I get giving that pick away if – I guess this the deal was just too rich. The deal was just too rich. Yeah. I think it, 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 it – like – Man, I can't even talk. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> All right. Okay, moving on, man. What do you think the Colts will get? Uh, so we already talked about the Colts. Think about getting Anthony Richardson. Um, if I were to look at Richardson, like, the only weakness is, like, I've yet – I don't think, like, him coming out of Florida, it was, like, I don't know. Ah, I'm pulling up his – Stats right now as we're speaking. He's Anthony, a 50 player. Huh? He's a 50-50 player. He's a 50-50 player. Some days, some some throws he will give is probably the most beautiful back shoulder throw for like 50 yards. Fadeways. And the Richardson. Yeah. Richardson. Yes. The number four pick. All right, now the battle for Will Levis begins. Battle for Will Levis begins. <laughs> Who wants Levis? Who wants Levis? Oh. 2022, 10 plus 10 touchdowns of 40 plus yards, tied for the most on FBS. Like, wait, remember wait, he took over. The yeah, he took over the starting job in 2022, mm -hmm. and threw for like 2,549 yards. 53.8% completion, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. You know what that kind of reminds me of? The first full year of Jalen Hurts. Now, as you mentioned before, Shane Steichen sees, oh, I see my Jalen Hurts. Now exactly. I get the opportunity to develop him. And Someone make who's him. more athletic than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah, definitely. Anthony Richardson has a ten point oh on his RAS. You know that means he is the perfect athlete, right? And if and, and according and according to Land Zero Line, his NFL comparison is Cam Newton. Now I'm I now okay now with this one. Here's here's my take. I am going to call out Chase and Steichen on this thing. Shane, I want to thank you for your services. What you did for the Eagles for the past, for two years. Mm -hmm. Please, by all means, do not destroy Anthony Richardson's career, yes. like what like what Cam Newton did, but like just running and running and running. Exactly, you have they to support him. Plan. Get the You know, it'd be the best perfect to help him out. Get the RPO system going. Introduce that concept to him, and he'll do great. And I think with this, I think with this, what grade are you going to give this draft? I mean, my heart says A plus. Okay. But my mind is at like a B plus because half the work is drafting Anthony Richardson. The other half is, is to develop him. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I think um, just consistency needs to be his number one. Inconsistency and inaccuracy. I think that's what will, that's what Chain Cycle will definitely help him work with. Exactly. I mean, Hell, you know, I know there's like this one QB on Twitter, one QB coach on Twitter that helps with like the throws and accuracies. If he joins the same camp as Jalen Hurts does, I think Anthony Richardson is going to be better than Jalen Hurts he in needs the pro. To find whoever trained Josh Allen and work with him. 
Oh, definitely. That's what he needs to do. This offseason, oh. go find Josh Allen's trainer from uh, from his transformation from uh from season one to season two and just work on that. Because if yeah. he does that, he has the highest ceiling of this of, of this QB class. Oh, for definitely. Sure. Definitely. And Oh, for sure, man. And right now, everyone's favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, thank you for the correction. The Seattle Sea Chickens are up. The the Seattle Seahawks. I did. I do have a little bit of a heart for Seattle because I used to live. I used to live like near Seattle. Yeah. Now I'm in Albany, New York. Big difference. Whatever. But. Who do you think this? Is? Oh, so who? Where do you think this? Is? Oh, oh my God! ESPN, you know they they, they compared Anthony Richardson to an, to an early young Donovan McNabb. <laughs> oh, McNabb! I remember McNabb so well. <laughs> Apparently, Eagles fans were mad at the at, Eagles fans were mad at Andy Reid back then, mm-hmm. and and Jeff Lurie for taking McNabb over Ricky Williams. Well, it's a good thing they did select McNabb. Yeah, and we and then we surround and we were surrounded by bad wideouts like Todd Pinkston who could not catch, and now he is the rate. He's now the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver co- assistant coach, hmm. Don, uh, Todd Pinkston, the guy who can who cannot who can barely make catches like at the at clutch moments. I nope. called him Todd Stinkston for a mo- for a real thing, and. And and yeah, so long story short, who do you think that? Okay, so who do you think the Seahawks take? Jalen Carter. They take Jalen Carter. I've heard rumors that the Seahawks may not be interested in Jalen Carter. And here's my take: if Carter falls, hear me out. I guarantee some some team is gonna move up. No, no, don't you do that to me. Don't you do that to me. The Eagles cannot get Jalen Carter and Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, is the pick in? No, I think it's no. The clock is still ticking. Still two minutes on the clock. Yep. <clears throat> oh my goodness! Wow. This, we have already gone to like three, four picks and crazy. Already, already craziness. Thank God for the Texans. Back to back drafts where they're delivering craziness. Last year it was Derek Stingley, the first cornerback off the off the board. Oh my God! Here is the back-to-back picks in the top three, getting the number two QB and then the number one defender. You know what? I have a beat the dough moment right now. What? Out. The number one wide receiver that's gonna go. I think, and, and I'm gonna say this: Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm. He is going to go to number fifteen. Imagine him in that Jets lineup. I, d- I just don't think so I, because the the Jets sorely need a tackle and like yeah that would be fantastic if they do get uh, JSN but oof mm, yeah. I don't know all right I will be right back. Mm-hmm. All right. And just and ladies and gentlemen, just to summarize this, um, the first five pick, the fir- the first four picks are the following: um, the Bryce Young quarterback, 
from quarterback um, from Alabama to the Carolina Panthers, Heisman Trophy winner. Then you have number two for the Houston Texans. They get C.J. Stroud as a new as their new quarterback. And then one of the biggest moments, or or the I believe it was the biggest Demacador moment, was that um, the Houston Texans traded for Arizona to for the third overall pick, and they get edge. They get edge um, defensive end slash linebacker in Will Anderson Jr. from the from Alabama, and then number four we have the Project QB. We have Anthony Richardson QB from. Uh, we have Anthony Richardson QB from um, Florida going to the Indianapolis Colts. I I don't know why. I, I like I have you usually have to think so about this. Excited. That's why you're just so excited. I, I'm so excited. Like I don't know what's going on. And right. take us in with the Seahawks. Who is it? It's probably going to be Jalen Carter. That's what the yeah, Jalen Carter. Oh, what? Oh my God! Albert Breer just tweeted. The Seattle Seahawks are selecting number five, Devin Witherspoon. What? According to Albert Breer on on um on from like like an analyst from like NFL Twitter, like, oh my god. Uh please don't, because then Detroit. Oh my god. I don't know how I feel about this pick. I I, I need we need to confirm it. Yeah, exactly. We need to we need to confirm it. We need to confirm. But we were talking about Jalen Carter Carter earlier. Man, that dude. What do you like? What are your thoughts on Jalen Carter overall? I mean, he is like a fantastic prospect in terms of just bullrushing people up the middle, right? His his claim to fame is that. He's the most talented uh, interior D lineman in terms of just pure pass rush, right? He has the size of a nose tackle, but he can play three tech. Uh, he's extremely athletic on tape. His combine wasn't great, but he has on-field quickness and agility, and it's just wonderful to see. Oh, yeah, it is Devin Witherspoon. Oh, my. Oh, God. my God. The first quarter oh is taken. No, that means the Lions might get uh, Jalen Carter. Jalen no. <laughs> Carter and Aiden Hutchinson. In ladies, this. ladies and gentlemen, Anand is like, no. Anand needs help. Oh. That means the Packers are going to go tackle at number 13. Oh, my it, God. I don't oh. – I mean, Gavin Witherspoon, like – Go ahead. Talk I about – I love Devin Witherspoon because he – because he has like the length he has i mean like i thought he was like the number one corner when comparing to christian gonzalez but i mean if i if i'm gonna be really honest with you man i kind of don't like this pick you did have i think that's a reach i honestly think this was a reach kind of pick like of course he is a great he, uh, oh, his comparison is to Darius Big Play Slay. Why am I not surprised by that? He 
And let me just pull up his. Let me just pull up Witherspoon's stats on this one, just to, just to make, just to confirm on this one. Yeah, I don't think this was a reach because he was gonna go at either six, seven, or eight, right? Right. Fall past that. Yeah, and okay, so here's what I got. Like he allowed like a completion rate of just thirty of like of like just thirty four point nine percent in 2022, according to PFF. He's he has 146 tackles, five interceptions, 22 pass breakups in his in, in his career. Mm -hmm. Like he could play, and he's well. And, and I mean, he's like well balanced, defending in high low routes. And I'm watching some tape, on like how Witherspoon is defending his passes. See, he has like great ball tracking awareness, and he could zero in onto the receiver's hands. Basically, I would call him like a shutdown corner. Right. And he was the 2022 Big Ten Defensive Back of the Year because he had to deal with the likes of like Marvin Harrison, um, Ronnie Bell, and 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 Jackson Smith and Jigba. Right. He had he played the likes of Michigan and Ohio State and possibly like some any good Penn State wide receivers that we know of, like who I don't know Parker Washington, <laughs> and but the only thing he has is like he lacks the speed when he's caught when he gets behind. And um, that's why they drafted Tariq Woolen. So basically, the He's Seahawks the are very piece for Tariq Woolen because Tariq Woolen is that boundary corner like Eric Stokes. Devin Witherspoon right. is the all-round shutdown corner like Jair Alexander. Yeah, that's that's the that's that's the comparison. That, uh, like in terms of fit and position, not just like style of play, but in terms of fit and position where they go. That oh oh yeah. Now that I think about it, it would be a good fit though. But what would you honestly give this grade? This draft pick. Honestly, I think they should have gotten Jalen Carter because their front seven, especially that interior D lineman. Yeah, they got Draymond Jones from. They got back Bobby Wagner. That's not gonna be it. Right, he's gonna. They got Tyree Wilson on and edge. Then, right, and then they got um, a Jerron Reed, but. They need some more help on that D-line in that front seven. So I really think they should have gotten Jalen Carter. But it's not like this isn't a terrible selection. Oh, wait. The Lions pick is paused, apparently. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking... Oh, no, they're trading it. Arizona. What? Oh, because they're going to get Jalen Carter. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Oh my God. We got it. So ladies and gentlemen, we have another trade. And the pick is in. Oh my God. What is happening? <laughs> wow. Oh Lord, yeah. Uh, oh, I got the details. According to the Arizona, luckily I have the Arizona Cardinals Twitter, which is true. Here's what the the Cardinals. Oh um, oh no, the, no that that's for the that's for something else. But yeah, um, so it, it is it is number twelve and number thirty four according to Tom Palacero, Field Yates, and everybody on Twitter, uh, for number six. So, so you, no, imagine like if they do not take Jalen Carter on this with this pick, mm -hmm. I am going to be shocked. Mm -hmm. I am going to be shocked. 
If he falls, I guarantee someone's going to take him. No, you know what? I'm going to wishfully think on this. Thank God Jalen Carter is not on the Lions. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So the Lions are going back to number 12? Right. So they're at 12, and then they're at 18, and then 34, and then... Oh! Oh, my God. What? Albert Breer just tweeted, the Cardinals are training back up to six. They have their eyes on Paris Johnson. Offensive oh. tackle. Whoa. Okay, so there's... It they have their eyes. I'm not sure if that's even confirmed, but like, dude, what is this draft? A run on tackles? <laughs> yeah, the pick is in. I mean, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. So updated, updated uh, trade. The Lions get pick number. Oh, uh, sorry. The Lions trade pick number six and pick eighty-one, and the okay. Cardinals trade twelve, thirty-four, and one sixty-eight. This year, all this year. Wow. Yeah, so Albert Beer saying that they're taking Paris Johnson. Okay, okay, franchise left tackle right there. I mean, yeah, they the Cardinals need help on the O-line. Oh, so yeah. Very much true. Um, so what, are, yeah, what is this? What is this, draft? What is happening? <laughs> it's, you, know, you know how everybody says, uh, you know, uh, reality is stranger than uh than, than fiction yeah this is it <laughs> who could have predicted who, who, who would have thought who would have freaking thought man and like I, I just okay yeah let's just so we're so is it confirmed that it's gonna be Paris Johnson well, let's see. It, it hasn't been confirmed yet. It's just Albert Breer texting, uh, tweeting. Yeah, yeah, it is selected. And they select. Come on. Come on. I'm checking with all my channels as well. And. Uh. Yeah, it's Paris Johnson. It's Paris Johnson. They get oh, we got the details. The line, yeah, the lines are getting the twelfth overall pick and the second round pick, the thirty fourth pick. You are right. not. You are correct on this one, my friend. Right. Swami Anut is working. Swami Anut has this on, man. So, so and look, look at look at that scrub, Jonathan Gannon, looking back like this. Oh, oh I'm so happy, bro. You were talking all that smack out again, like uh, with the Philly. Meet. With it, you know what he said is in the, in that press conference, man. He's such a Jonathan Gannon. What he said, he's like, "Oh, we were like eight, we were nine and zero. Oh. Correction, we were eight and zero, oh, and they were telling us to fire you." It's like the 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 Philly media didn't tell you that. The fans told you that. Of course, they're gonna be like that. The one thing you never want to. There are three things in life. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't piss in the wind, and you don't get into a battle with Eagles fans, man. We are the most passionate, sometimes the most delusional fans that you can think of. I will say so, that you guys are the craziest fan base. Yeah, and Paris Johnson is very excited. I mean, I'm happy for the guy. Like, what are your thoughts on Paris Johnson? Give me an update on him. So, <clears throat> I haven't watched that much tape of Paris Johnson, but from what I know. Um, in, in the games that I have watched, he is a fantastic 
plug and play left tackle. And consensus does say that he is the number one tackle over someone like a Peter Skaronsky. Wow. That uh, guard tackle flexibility. Interesting. And yes, definitely. And go ahead. And if I'm trying to pull up his stats, like one of his biggest strength, like, of course, the versatility to play guard or tackle, that's number one. Number two, he can, he apparently has the inside hand thumps and gathers those counter moves. If I'm watching tape from like, if you look at that Penn State, um, Ohio State game, Mm-hmm. As they're as he's trying to open up the run games, he's pancaking those guys to the ground. It says, "Oh, hello, nice to meet you. I like to introduce you to my friend." Ground. Look at me. I'm Paris Johnson. <laughs> Look at me. Ground. He is a mauler. We will say that he is a mauler. And the and apparently, like also, he's the 2022 Outland Trophy semifinalist, which is awarded to the nation's best interior lineman. Mm-hmm. And he opens hips and accelerates to find cut off edge. It's fluid, decent timing, and consistency. However, his only weakness is the power will displace his ability to anchor. So basically, he needs to have some control in that and very average body control through the rush. So if you're able to pass rush and get that and to have that attack, it's going to be very, very, it'll, it'll basically be, um, it'll be challenging for him. And apparently, and also one thing I saw really quickly is the forward lean. It makes him susceptible to spin moves. So I, I'm trying my best to imitate alignment. So if I'm leaning forward, you could just easily spin around like, oh, like that. He's also massive. He's six foot six, 310. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and with this, what do you give this grade, Professor Anant? All right. So... Honestly, with Jalen Carter still on the board, I give this a B plus because yes, it is a need for them. And yes, it is the consensus top tackle, but they need defensive line, right? I guess it is uh, just, they're trying to protect Kyler Murray. So yeah, that, and they do have a franchise left tackle in Paris Johnson. So that is fantastic. But as I said, it's a B plus or A minus simply because they could have gotten Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. but just the off the field issues are just, just too much. I think, yeah, I think that could be one of the key things that's holding Jalen Carter back. Right. And looks like the rumors about Jalen Carter not being taken at five were true. Instead, the Seahawks went in a different direction to get Devin Witherspoon, and and um, and now with the Raiders. Now they're on the clock. Who's oh. the divine Diablo of this draft? Oh my God. The divine Diablo. So the Raiders, they need corner, defensive tackle, guard, defensive end, tight end. I, you oh, know wow. what? I'm going best available. If, if, I, if, I'm, the, if I'm going to be the Raiders, um, if I'm going to be the Raiders GM, I am going, you know what? Go I'm going to make the pick. I'm they're gonna select they they're gonna select Christian Gonzalez, best player available. Is he better than Jalen Carter? Right now, they're in a miss of a character concern. Like, and the Raiders would be, I think they would be the last team to get a guy like Jalen Carter. I think, but, but, but stranger things have happened. 
Exactly. So I, I, I think they do select Jalen Carter. They think they select Jalen Carter? Okay. And with this, oh, the pick is in with the Raiders. The pick is officially in. And I am going to stick to my prediction that they get Christian Gonzalez. I think that will be – and if I am going to look at the Las Vegas Raiders, Raiders lineup, they uh, have a lot – I mean, they have need help everywhere. And um, and right, oh yeah, currently the pick is currently in with the Raiders. So if I were to look at the Raiders lineup, like let's just take a look at their uh, at their secondary for a bit. Right. I think like they have um, Nate Hobbs, Duke Shelley, average corner. They need corner. They and need they, corner. And their one of their biggest acquisitions they got was Marcus Epps from the Eagles. Two year Brian Branch. Oh my God! Don't watch you dare Brian. say Brian. Watch Ooh. them get Brian Branch. Oh, I got what? confirmation. I got confirmation. Who is it? Just look at my hands. Guns up, wreck attack, baby. Oh, Tyree Wilson. They got Tyree Wilson, according to Albert oh. Breer. Let's get wait for that confirmation. And unfortunately, I do not have my Texas Tech hat. I would have been I would have been wearing it. But anyway, but like if that is the case, I I mean they needed help everywhere. But then again, you go best player available. If Tyree Wilson is the pick, I would say that it landed with the Raider. It would be like somewhat of a best fit. And if it works, it works. Mm -hmm. But if they, but if I had a, if I also had like another um, thing, I would think I was, I was hoping they would get, like, get someone like Christian Gonzalez because they need help in that secondary. But if they're finding picks available in the second and the third rounds, I mean, if it works, it works. Mm -hmm. But good. And the, yeah, the pick is officially in. Roger Goodell is walking to the stage and let us see who he gets. All right, and I'm also checking on ESPN2. What are they saying? NFL Draft is confirming. Tyree Wilson. It is confirmed. Tyree Wilson. I think if, you, if you're watching like the YouTube thing like uh, with Field Yates and the other guys on ESPN, like the guy wearing the Raiders jacket is pumped. And I want to say this to him. Best of luck to you, Tyree Wilson. Fight matadors for tech songs of love we sing to thee. There are banners far and wide ever to be our pride. Fearless champions ever be. Stand on heights of victory. Strive for honor evermore. Long live the Matadors! My alma mater of the greatest Texas Tech University, baby. I love it. And with this, the Texas Tech Red Raider, the, the base, you have the edge rusher going in and joining in 
the joining the Raiders defense. Tell me about Tyree Wilson, my man. Tell me about it. Okay. So he's joining a defensive line that has Chandler Jones. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Chandler Jones. Chandler Max Jones. Crosby. Max Crosby. Jerry Tillery. Bilal Nichols. Okay. So about Tyree Wilson, <clears throat> he's a monster. Okay. His size, length, and wingspan is insane. Uh, let me just pull it up for a second. Dude, like, oh my, as I'm checking on Eagles Twitter, Eagles visit the Seattle Seahawks later this fall. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith versus Tariq Olin and Devin Witherspoon. You know what? Bring it. Bring it. AJ Brown is going to destroy them. Exactly. So, a little bit back about Tyree Wilson, right? Yep. He is six foot six, which puts him in the 99th percentile for edge rushers. He weighs 271 pounds, which puts him at the hundredth percentile uh, in 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 the in terms of edge rushers. His arm length is 35 and five eighth inches, and then his wingspan is 84 and four eighth inches. So his wingspan is seven feet. It's seven feet. So his reach is phenomenal. And that's what he uses to get leverage, especially on the inside of tackles. Okay. So he's a great bull rusher against tackles using his size and using his reach. He still has quick enough uh, uh, hand movement and feet movement to make moves to get inside. Right. And because he has the long natural reach, he doesn't need to use his entire body. He can use his arms to push away, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's better as a five to seven tech pure edge rusher. Okay. okay. One of the weaknesses that he does have to improve is that he's not really that great in terms of run coverage, uh, especially setting the edge for run coverage. So in right. this scenario, if oh, you put... Yeah. No, Sorry. go ahead. No, because I have a quick announcement. The Falcons pick is in. Okay. Okay. But go ahead with Tyree Wilson. Jalen Carter for the Falcons. Oh, my God. Jalen Carter with – because they need front – He seven. would be the best available. Oh, my – yeah, but go – but, yeah, quickly with Tyree Wilson. Um, yeah. So so that's it for, for Tyree Wilson, right? He's great as a five to seven tech, playing inside the tackles and outside the guards, uh, typically B, uh, uh, B gap. What? Oh my god, Adrian Robinson! Adrian Robinson is oh my oh. god! <laughs> oh, that offense is insane! Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my god, Bijan Robinson is going to the Falcons! ATL Dirty Birds are getting it! Holy <laughs> crap! Dude, that offense is going to be fantastic. This whoever is according to yeah. QB, whoever is the QB, whether it's Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke, he's going to have some people to throw to. Oh, right? my. It'll yeah. be Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier. They have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Matt Collins, Scotty Miller. Maybe they get another, um, they get another uh, receiver in like the second or third round. They have Bijan Robinson now. They have a fantastic O line. So that is phenomenal. 
And here's the thing. The Falcons want to get, like, I don't know who their head coach, current head coach is. Um, do, um, you Arthur can look. Smith. Arthur Smith. He, he has this tendency. He's use Bijan as Derrick Henry. He's go, he's basically wants to bring back that old type of, the old running game to the Falcons. And now you have a mobile QB like Desmond Ritter, and you're giving him an additional weapon who can also be a blocker? Goodness. Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. And here's the thing. Jalen Carter is falling. He yeah. is falling. He is falling. Oh my God. And I think with this, it, yep. And I'm just confirming, and we just need to confirm this with ESPN on this one. But like, wow. I, I'm just, I'm like, I, we did not expect a lot of these things. Mm. That's we why did not. Reality is stranger than fiction, dude. Oh, whatever we predict in the mock drafts, reality is going to L to the yes on that, my good friend. And next is, and then the ninth pick is Chicago, and number 10 is Philadelphia. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a little bit about B. John Robinson before. Yeah, we go ahead. Talk, right. Tell me, UT boy. Tell me, UT boy. Welcome. So, um, he's 5'11. Mm-hmm. 215. Yep. Typical big power back type of uh outlook. But he runs a 446. All right. So he's really fast for his size. Okay. Uh, and then that puts him in the 81st percentile. That means his RAS score was a 9.85. Whoa! We got a trade. Ian Rappaport. The Eagles are on the clock now. Oh, the so Eagles are on the clock. Porter. Let's go! Guys, I'm gonna get Jalen Carter. No! Let's go! Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, like we're just like hearing all about this right now. But um, tell me more about this. All right. So in terms of Bijan Robinson, right? He's the perfect running back. He is the perfect running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. And he's a lot like Saquon Barkley in that he runs like he's on a mission and he's going to he's he has the power to bull rush you, but he has the agility to move and juke you out of existence, right? He also has pass blocking ability. He also is a fantastic pass catcher out, out of the flats and in the wings. So not only are you getting a fantastic runner, but you're also getting a fan fantastic pass catcher and he's the perfect complement to what the falcons run which is exactly what they what what arthur smith used to run in the tennessee titans scheme yeah derrick henry as a power back right so you can use that as Bijan robinson they also have Cordell patterson and tyler algier who are you going to stop on that falcons offense oh I think I know what kind of defense would and the Eagles have and so currently right now, according to Ian Rappaport, the Philadelphia Eagles have traded with the Chicago Bears for the ninth overall pick. I we're just waiting to see what those results are on, but oh my god. I for my thing, I'm going to put this, I'm gonna record my this my reaction on Instagram while we're doing this thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. just side by side on that. Like do it, do it. Oh my god. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I'm, I'm just like managing all of this at the moment. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh god. So they, they, okay. 
if I am the Eagles, all right. So, okay. I actually have like an Instagram thing. So also, so right now we have the Philadelphia Eagles moving up to number nine in the NFL draft. They traded with the Chicago Bears. And now the pick is in. The pick is in. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, Eagles definitely need help on defensive line. They can definitely go um, defensive. I mean, Jalen Carter is available. They can definitely do go with um, Nolan Smith, Christian Gonzalez, Brian Branch, but not anything but Lucas Van Ness. <laughs> oh my god oh they traded number 10 oh my god howie roseman stole 10th overall pick and a 2024 fourth round pick yeah that's it just for one spot that's it that's and a 2024 fourth round pick howie yeah. roseman no 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 he gave it he gave yeah he gave it he traded yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but oh my god, oh my god, I am like panicking. I am panicking on this one. It's gonna be Jalen Carter. It's, it's, it's it gonna, has to be Jalen Carter. I mean, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis wait, on that D line. Wait, I got caught. Albert Beer. You know what Albert Beer just said? What Eagles have taken Jalen Carter. Please oh tell me god. it's true. Please tell that me it's true. Scooter Magruder, please tell me it's true. I want reaction to this. Please tell me it's true. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yo permale. I'm like I'm like chanting this in Tamil right now, but like, oh my god. Let this be true. Let this be true. Let this be true. Adam Lucky is screaming in delight. And <laughs> Come on, tell me what it is. Tell me. The best Give... for them is Lucas Van Ness. No, don't you dare say that. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So Instagram, I'm actually talking to Anant on this one. We are what we are keeping an eye on the NFL draft, and I have to say this. Like, oh my God. Come on. Come on, please get it confirmed. Please get it confirmed. Adam Lefke is hugging Micah Parsons, rubbing it in his face, like just with the Jalen Carter fake. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, Jordan Davis, Nicole Dean, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox. This is Nolan Smith. Oh man, number 30. They're 30th pick. If we get Nolan Smith, we get the entire, we might as well call ourselves the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Exactly. And Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni, how he's that mad genius. AJ Brown is super happy. He's rubbing it on Micah Parsons' face on Bleacher Report. <laughs> Please tell me it's true. Please tell me it's true. I am like literally praying on my knees right now. Oh my God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Tell me it's true. Confirm it. This is this is the longest wait that you would have had to wait. Oh my god. Torturous <laughs> for you. I love it. Oh, I'm like on my knees. Right? I'm praying to God. Come on. Give me give me Jalen Carter or Nolan Smith. Either one, I will be a happy man. Nah, man. 
Watch him beat Dalton Kincaid. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> no, JSN, you complete the the wide receiver trio. No, Quez you, you'd have to give away Quez Watkins for that. You give away Quez Watkins when you get Buda Baker. I give the third pick, third overall pick to Buda for Buda Baker. Yeah. Oh my God! Come How on. How long does it take to announce? I have no idea. Looks like Bijan Robinson, like he is, um, he's apparently like uh, unhappy with the um, with with being picked by the Falcons. He apparently liked to to go with the Eagles on this one. Adam mm -hmm. Lefke is like yelling and screaming and all of that. But come on, come on, please. Like the, I mean, Bijan Robinson on the Eagles would have been a perfect fit for you guys. would have losing Miles Sanders. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we already know about the um. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, this has been like super long. Stop it! And then you select Jameer Gibbs at thirty. I no, I think Zach Charbonnet or um. So, stop it! Stop beating me! False Selection. hope. Selection. Oh god. Okay. What is it saying? What is it saying? It's Jalen Carter. Yeah! <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, 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 fly, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown. One, two, one, two, three. Hit him low, hit him high, and watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E I G L E S, Eagles. <laughs> A plus pick. I love it. Let's go. Wow. Oh my God. I am Unbelievable. so happy right now. I'm so happy. I'll see you later on Instagram. What is this? <laughs> well, the Bears pick is in, so I'm guessing they go Peter Skaronsky. After losing out on getting uh, on getting Paris Johnson, I really think they should get uh, Peter Skaronsky. He's the best fit for them because they need offensive line help. Mm -hmm. They need help. In, especially in the tackles. Now, they have a good left tackle in uh, Braxton Jones, who was like a late-round pick for them last year. They yep. also have Kevin Jenkins. If they have Peter Skaronsky, they can place him wherever they want, and they have the flexibility to um, to do whatever they want in the O-line. Now, Christian Gonzalez is still there too. Yeah. So he might go back to the Bears. Uh, he might go to the Bears there. Uh, we'll see. Honestly, I think they should go Peter Skaronsky. Definitely. I would, I would think Spear. Man. Come <sighs> on. What the heck is this, man? How do you... Mm. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Like... <clears throat> I don't... I mean, uh, first of all, I'm a very happy person, and I think like, um, I, yeah, definitely. I would let me talk a little bit about Jalen Carter. Like, I mean, 
Please do. Of course, he has. There's a, been a character concern, especially on, with the unfortunate crap um, car crash that killed him. Um, that killed him. Um, um, someone killed him. Um, so that killed some. Uh, the um, that killed some people. But um, all, with all due respect, um, it, it was a very unfortunate, um, unfortunate event. But this is a guy who has been um, who's been athletic, one of the top recruits in the country. Um, he, like, if you want to look at his measurables, like he is, um, six, three, 314 pounds, 33, 33 and a half inches with his, with the arm span. And he go, and he had like, um, 30 and in his Georgia in his Georgia defense title defense, 32 tackles, seven for loss, three sacks, three pass breakups, two forced fumbles in 13 games, nine starts. He is out, he led the Bulldogs defense that allowed the fewest rushing yards per game, 77.1 yards. Like, oh my god. What a what a pit. Like, he helps this Eagles defense that struggled against the run. That struck that um that really needed help. On um that that really yeah that you needed help against like the really good caliber teams like with Kansas City when they kept on attacking he provides that pass rush he could take up the double team he pairs up with Jordan Davis he pairs up with um with Nicobe Dean you're building that Georgia championship mentality to it I love this man fly Eagles fly baby love this move. And now the Bears are on the clock, and the pick is officially in. I think the Bears will go best player available. I think they definitely need offensive. Um, Bears need O line. They need um, <clears throat> they they need offensive tackle, outside linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback, running back. Like they need a lot of help on this thing. And one second right now, just confirming sources on this. My boy Pete Nathan, my boy Pete Nathan's like screaming Jalen Carter. On this one, like, oh my goodness, what a pick! Ooh, and now with the now with the Chicago Bears, who do they have? So, um, yeah, I just got a message from Pete, man. Oh my god, and my coworkers are messaging me, "Happy draft day!" Like, ah. Oh. So there is a rumor, there's a there's tweet a out there that yep. the Bears get Darnell Wright instead of Peter Skoronsky. What's causing Peter Skronsky to go down? I guess just his short hands. Length. Yeah, but it's not like he is minuscule. He's still yeah. fantastic guard still tackle. Like uh tackle. Okay, so the selection is in. And they go Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Oh my god. Definite. So oh. Like Darnell yeah. Wright is terrible. Uh, he's oh my! Oh yeah, right or left tackle. Yeah, definitely. 
Right. Uh, so Darnell Wright, he is six foot three, three, uh, sorry, six foot five, 333 pounds. So he is massive. Hmm. Okay. He's not exactly athletic per se. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at his RS, actually, you know what? He is very athletic. He is 9.68 RES. My bad. He has a 9.68 RES. So with his size, he has the athleticism to be um you know a very flexible ta- uh, a very flexible tackle not only that he has a lot of experience playing both left and right tackle he played 2746 uh career college snaps for tennessee okay in that scheme and he didn't even give up a single sack last year despite That's- playing 107 passing snaps. i think that could be one of the reasons why they why the um why Chicago needed that they all and I think this is a good selection by the Bears because they need to protect Justin Fields. If you want to protect the future, you have to invest in the line. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you explained it. And I was just going through some tweets. Chris Long, a former alleged a, 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 a great defensive end, um, who had a ring with the Patriots and um and with the Eagles, son of Hall of Famer Howie Long. Titans uh, are selecting Peter Skaronsky. That's the rumor from Albert. Gonna, I would I would not be surprised. Dude, that means the Lions moving down to 12 still have the ability to get Christian Gonzalez. Or Nolan Smith. No, Christian Gonzalez is a better yeah. player. Titans Pickerson and I said and Chris Long. I effing love it. Another dog in Philly. And apparently Jalen Carter on the call with from the Eagles. I told him they just got the best player in the draft. We finna win the Super Bowl. Ooh. I don't, I don't I have no care for rationale any moment. Jesus, dude, that defensive line. Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, and now Jalen Carter. Billy Bulldog Gang. <laughs> you just move into a three-four base defense then? I don't know. It, it, again, it all depends upon what Sean Desai wants to go. But back to the Darnell Wright pick, um, because we also got to focus on the other players. Like, what do you think his grade is going to be? Uh, so according to my analysis, esteemed analysis as Professor Anon, I give this grade a B plus. Okay, his obviously his exceptionality is that his size and uh, given, given his size, he has incredible athleticism, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of experience playing both left and right tackle. But some of his issues is that because of his size, he might not have the fastest feet movement, especially yep. tackle at the pro level. So that is something that he has to work with. And also changing direction. So if you're a left tackle, you need to have incredible bend to prevent elite pass rushers like Von Miller and you know Josh Allen and all of those people who are who thrive on pressuring and uh outmaneuvering the tackles on the edge. So it would be interesting, especially since you know it's the Chicago Bears. It's gonna be interesting him facing against someone like uh Kingsley Enigbar from the Packers or someone like Zadarius Smith. Whoa. Kings, right or Aiden Hutchinson. So if you put
put him at right tackle, most likely Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be matching up with him. All right, Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson is probably going to be playing on the line inside, uh, on the inside shoulder, uh, playing in that C gap uh, between the you know right guard and the right tackle, which would be Darnell Wright. So how would he move against Aiden Hutchinson? That would be an interesting thing to watch. That would be, I think that'd be a, a very fun battle to, to see. Right. So he's he's a very good anchor, but something that he does have to work on is his feet movement. At, mm. at his size, being six foot five, three hundred and thirty three pounds, right? That is something that he does have to work on. So that's why it's a B plus. Okay, great. I mean, definitely. And I want to get back to this. What do you think about the Jalen Carter pick, my boy? <laughs> no, no. You know what? I've already said it. You guys are gonna repeat the seventy sack season. You guys are going to repeat it. There's just, there's, I I don't know how you stop them unless, you know, knock on wood, injuries happen. But how do you stop that D-line? I sincerely think you guys should go to a base 3-4. Right. Um, where you have, so so you basically have uh, Jordan Davis as your nose tackle. Okay. Carter as your right uh, 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 defensive end. And then Fletcher okay. Cox as your left defensive end. Oh, as yeah. As the outside, uh, you know, off, uh, off-ball linebacker playing in that wide nine role. And then Brandon mm-hmm. Graham uh, playing on, let's say, the weak side, right? So uh, weak, weak side of the offense. That way, I mean, that's phenomenal. I, I don't know how you stop that. I, I honestly, I don't know myself too. I'm just like happy and grateful and joy. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're definitely going to beat uh, the, the Chiefs if you face them again. Oh, I want to see Isaiah Pacheco go up against Jalen Carter. I, I pray to God that happens. Yes. Now I have like no thought. I have like no rationale at the moment. I'm like, I don't care. Give us all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so with I th- so let's on to the Titans. The pick is officially in, and you're saying Peter Skaronsky? That's what Albert Breer said about a minute ago that they're no. going to Peter Skaronsky. Um, you know what? What I think the Packers are gonna go Broderick Jones. I think like a right tackle is a weakness, yeah, so. We don't really care for someone like Brian Branch, who I mm-hmm. think would have been a fantastic selection for us if he is selected at number 13. Broderick Jones? Uh, that, that's who I think is going to be selected based on how the Packers select their people. Oh, uh, yeah. Their players. So, okay, so the Titans selection is in. Uh, they're going to present it any moment now. All right. And Mike Rabel is sitting there happy. And in the meantime, I am going to grab some victory pasta. I'll mm-hmm. see you in a bit. All righty. So it is Peter Skaronsky. And for those of you guys, Peter Skaronsky, all right, he's a offensive lineman, specifically a tackle, who has the ability to play the guard position. And he played at Northwestern. So a little bit about Peter Skaronsky, right? In terms of his measurables, he's six foot four. He weighs 313 pounds. So he's a little bit on the lighter side. And if you look at uh, and one of his knocks uh, during this draft process was his arm length and his wingspan, right? It's it's only in the ninth uh, ninth percentile in terms of his arm length, uh, 32 inches. 
And then uh, in terms of wingspan, it's only 79 inches, uh, which is in the third percentile. So it's not even in the top three, it's in the third percentile. So that is his biggest issue. But like he mentioned, people with long arms also struggle in terms of pass blocking. And if you just take a look at his pure pass blocking grade, it is phenomenal. As a plug-and-play right tackle or left tackle or right guard, he is going to be a stopper, a stopgap for, for, you know, an anchor for uh, whoever your quarterback is, right? He's got insane athleticism. Just like Darnell Wright, he's at 9.3 in terms of his RAS. So he's got really good athleticism. He's got you know, the size and the flexibility to play both guard and tackle. He also has a, a natural leadership. Unlike a couple years ago, the, the, the Titans drafted an offensive tackle named Isaiah Wilson, who was not good. They drafted him, uh, drafted him in the first round, and he later became traded for a seventh-round pick, and then he's out of the league in a couple years due to – off the field issues due to you know a lot of just annoyances that he had and obviously uh his, his ability so it is you know a complete 180 if you will uh, in terms of uh, selecting peter skaronski right and more about his technical uh, so we know that he's got really great work ethic he's a natural leader in that locker room so he is going to be besides someone like uh, Isaiah Samalu, who they just got in free agency from your Eagles. Now, if you look at that depth chart, this makes uh, – sorry, not Isaiah Samalu. They, they got Andre Dillard. My apologies. They got Andre Dillard to play left tackle. They have Aaron Brewer uh, as the setter. They have Dylan Redunce as a right guard. They have Nicholas petit Frere as a right tackle, and Daniel Brunskill as left guard. So here, Peter Skaronsky could play right guard, right tackle, or left guard, right? And, and then if they select a center, maybe in like the second or third round, they will have a pretty good O-line. Uh, so I think this is a fantastic selection for, um, for, for the Titans, and he also fits in their scheme, in the, in the power run scheme. So... Awesome. And, oh, wow. We have a reach. Oh. The Lions are getting Jameer Gibbs. Whoa. We have a reach. Whoa. And the Packers are off on the clock. Okay. Time to put the cheese head hat on. All right. So, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. I mean, he was like the he was like their best running. I, I, I really have questions about the Lions pick. Mm -hmm. They had Christian Gonzalez they had in Christian their heads. Gonzalez. They had Christian Gonzalez. Oh my God! This, I what, mean, he is slipping. What is it that we are not knowing? They did lose. They did lose out uh, on Jamal Williams. So I do get it, but they have DeAndre Swift. He's still on his like rookie contract. So I, I don't get selecting Jameer Gibbs at number twelve. I'm sorry. I think that's just a reach. I think they should have gone either Christian Gonzalez or, you know, I wouldn't even mind it if they if they went Dalton Schultz. Uh, sorry, not Dalton Schultz. Dalton Kincaid or oh, Michael wow. Mayer, right? Yeah. At least I would, they would have multiple 
uh, positions, like uh, not only as tight end, but they if you select Dalton Kincaid, then you also have a big slot receiver. If you select Michael Meyer, you also have a pass blocker. And uh, especially in that, you know, wide position in that 12 personnel, 22 personnel, which, you know, the, the lines run a lot. So I don't get the selection. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, I want to look at his stats like with Alabama, like especially in this last year. I think he had like 44 receptions, 444 yards. He, he could play. He can be a second, like a third wide receiver op, a, a receiving option. And the pick is in with the Packers, right? I think the pack, no Packers pick is not in, but um, at the moment, don't scare. Like, yeah, when he transferred to Alabama in 2022, he garnered a second team All SEC honors as a as the Crimson Tide's number one rush running back, 151 yards, nine, 151 attempts, 926 yards, 6.1 yards per carry, seven touchdowns in 12 games, 11 starts, third team All. Uh, AP um, All-American Honors, all-purpose player, led the team with 44 receptions, 444 yards, 10.1 per yards per reception, three touchdowns. And he's also a good kick return specialist. And the pick is in with for the Packers at the moment. Okay. The pick is in with the Packers. And if I'm going to be honest with you, like, I get losing Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, but, like, this was a reach. I think this was a this was a reach. I give this a B plus. It was the first reach. All right. Oh, Pete Nathan is saying Pete Nathan is messaging me right now. Your boy must be ultra focused now. They're picking lol. Yeah, I. <laughs> Please don't make a bad move. That's all I'm asking. Please don't make a bad move. Don't get like a linebacker or something. Please. <laughs> If it's JSN, that's fine. If it's Dalton Kincaid, that's fine. If it's Brian Branch, more the merrier. I don't even care if it's on the D-line and we get Lucas Van Ness, okay, or Nolan Smith. That's still fine for me. Or even if they go like Christian Gonzalez, there are rumors that they might put uh, either Eric Stokes or Russell Douglas back at safety. Mm -hmm. and they can get another corner. If that's the case, then why not take Christian Gonzalez? He's on the board. That is true. And he, oh my God, am I talking myself into Christian Gonzalez? Because Christian Gonzalez, if we oh, look- Oh, pick us in. Pick us in for the Packers and- Oh it? my God. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it, please. Anand? You're a good friend. You're my best friend. Okay, that's not that's not great. That's that's very ominous here. That is it is very ominous. I mean, Christian Gonzalez is a 9.94 RS, exactly what the Packers look for. What else? But what else do you need? Like, are you, like what about your edge? Yeah, exactly. So D line, edge, tight end, safety, wide receiver, O line. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so as I'm, so um, as I am, so before we get to the Packers pick, let's do a quick recap. Number one, Bryce Young goes from is the number one selectee. He goes to the Carolina Panthers. Number two, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just watching. No, that's fine. Number two, I'll, I'll do my recap. Number two, we have C.J. Stroud 
going to uh, the second QB, going to Houston Texans. And then the third pick, we have a trade, the trade between the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans. Again, Houston selects Will Anderson Jr., the edge, the, the, the defensive end linebacker role player. Then the Colts with number four, they select QB Anthony Richardson. Number five, the Seahawks make the biggest surprise and grab the first corner in Devin Witherspoon. Number six, air, the trade, the Detroit Lions trade with the Arizona Cardinals. The Packers Cardinals selection. Packers selection. Hold up. Yep. Packers are selecting. Who is it? It's Lucas Madness. Oh, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> My God, I was watching your reaction on this one, man. Um, before I do the recap, tell me all about Lucas Van Ness. The floor is yours. Okay. So Lucas Van Ness, right? He is a fantastic bull rusher, and he is pretty much in the same mold as Rashawn Gary, which we've already selected, and you know who's paid multiple dividends here uh, for us. So I love this pick. I'm sorry. I'm just ecstatic right now. Whew. Okay. So let's just take a look at his um, RES score. All right. He has a 9.39 RES score. Okay. And if we look more closely at his uh, measurables, okay, he is six foot five, 271 pounds. Pretty much similar to Rashawn Gary, okay? But he ran a 4-5 uh, flat, I believe, uh, in, 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 in the combine. That's not uh, bad. Where is it? Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is it not here? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just so ecstatic right now. Yeah, he did. One of his big issues is that, you know, at Iowa, uh, he didn't, he only had, uh, you know. We got a trade. Trade alert. The, the Patriots, Patriots are trading for the Steelers. Oh. Joey Porter Jr. It beat the, might beat go the goal. Beat the goal moment. They're getting, the Steelers are getting Joey Porter Jr. Beat the duel right here. No, I think I think they go Broderick Jones. Steelers are getting. Oh my God, Steelers! No, Steelers are getting. Uh, I'm my beat the duel. As I said, they're getting Joey Porter Jr. The prodigy, the the prodigal son returns home. But yeah, go ahead with um, Lucas Van Ness. Yeah. So funny thing, by his teammates at Iowa, he's nicknamed Hercules. Okay, because he looks like he was carved out of stone. Standing at six foot five, weighing in at 275 pounds. Right. So his biggest thing as a pass rusher, he shows extreme explosiveness and quickness off the line, especially in terms like a in terms like a straight line speed. And he has really, really high functional strength and elite ability to convert speed to power. All right. So as I mentioned, he's a fantastic bull rusher. One of the things that he does need to improve on. 
is sometimes he plays too tall, which means if he stands up, he cannot use his arms and, and the offensive lineman can use their power to push him back. Okay. And he doesn't really have the ability to, um, to, you know, to, to bend a lot, but, uh, and obviously one of his other things is that he doesn't have that much experience because he wasn't played that much in, in, at Iowa, right? He only has like uh, 14 career sacks and 31 and a half tackles. That's because they didn't really play him. But in the, in the, in the plays that he was there, he has a really high motor elite tackle radius. He has long arms, right? If you look at his arm length, it's in the 64th percentile, but his span at 81 inches is at, is at the 76th percentile. And not only that, it's it's really just his athleticism. It's, it's just how agile he is as a bull rusher at his size. So I think this is a perfect selection for the Packers in terms of getting their edge back because, yeah, we lost Rashawn Gary. And when we did that, we lost our pass rush because, yeah, mm. Preston Smith, we had Kingsley and Igbari. But Preston Smith is getting old, and he's more of like a Miles Murphy, a great edge setter and a pretty decent uh, pass rusher in and, in and of itself. But he's not the the all-world bull rusher that Rashad right. was. So Lucas Van Ness can really be that type of player. Definitely. And you know what? I got to give you congratulations. Right now, this is this like in the mid-10s or later, that's what, where I would have picked Lucas Van Ness. Yeah. He's not a so, high 10. He's not a high 10 prospect. Right, right. And the, he, he's not better. He's not those blue chip. Uh, pass rushers like Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, right? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The pick is in. I thought that was, I thought there's apparently zooming. ESPN is zooming onto Broderick Jones. Yeah. So that's, that's what we said, right? Like in terms you of Broderick, said Broderick Jones, I said Joey <laughs> Porter Jr. Yeah. Yeah. No, because, because they need protection. They need offensive line. If you look at the Steelers, um, Steelers, what is it? Depth chart, right? Yeah. You look at their offense. They got Isaac Samalu, right? From the, yeah. from, the from, from the Eagles. They have James Daniels. Uh, they also have Nate Herbig as a guard, another guard. They have Mason Cole in the center. They have Chikuma Okorafor, who played as a decent right tackle. But yep. they have nobody at left tackle. So Broderick Jones comes in as a plug-and-play left tackle. And yeah. if you just take a look, and we got details for the Patriots. Um, they got the 2023 17th overall pick and a fourth round pick, number 120, in exchange with the Steelers. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Broderick yeah. Jones. Yeah. Right. yeah. Broderick Jones. That's, I think you, um, in this case, you are correct on this one. The, the Steelers need depth on that left tackle position. It, they can't just rely on Dan Moore Jr., Broderick Jones. The block. I mean, you said the stats. You said it fluently. You got it, man. And what? The, and what's the grade you're gonna give? Alrighty. So, um, let's see. First of all, Lucas Van Ness. I'm gonna give this an A minus. Okay. Okay. Only because edge is not our top need. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's a fantastic selection. Yeah. Uh, best player for us is Brian Branch at safety. Yep. I think would have been perfect, but hey, maybe we trade for Buda Baker. Who knows? We have that other second round pick now, thanks to the Aaron Rodgers trade. So maybe oh, that happens. you have the draft capital. You could definitely that's, make the move for Buda Baker. Like, and Buda Baker's only 27 years old. 
Right. Uh, oh, if he's 27, then I don't know if we select him. Because how long do safeties really play? At 27. Right. Yeah. You look at someone like Adrian Amos. Hi. He's only 29 and he's a free agent. Yep. But uh, how is urinating tree um, our favorite Yinzer? What is That's he need to see? Anyone? Why, why I think like after this. Huh? Why don't we well, pu pu pull up uh, urinating tree's reaction? Let's. let's oh, see. I think it'll be the dumpster fire podcast. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are switching on to the YouTube channel. Um, what is he doing? Oh, the clickbait sports war room. Oh, my God. Oh, are they all there? They're all there right now. Oh, let's take a look. And they're trying to pull up a punishment sport for Tom Grassi. LOL. Oh, no. Come Because the Bucks lost. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. This was before. This was before. Stream. Oh, that's a pre. Oh, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Okay, so it has to be the Dumpster Fire okay. podcast. Yeah. All right. Okay, there it is. What it? Oh, and <laughs> oh Lord, what? I, I don't know what happened. Like I know, like three and five are like um. All there. right. Oh. All right. So now the Jets, they need tackle. Now all the tackles have gone. Yep. Like all They're like, the give me all your tackles. Gone. Exactly. And like who's best available right now? Like best available right now? Christian yeah. Gonzalez. Could you imagine Christian Gonzalez and Ahmad Sauce Gardner? Oh my God, <laughs> no. Oh my God. I am going. I am never going to hear the end of like Jets fans here in Albany. They're like J E T S Jets Jets. Jets. <laughs> like, yeah, because they, they have Sauce Gardner, right? They have Michael Carter the second. They have DJ Reed. So Christian Gonzalez could fit very Brian well. Branch, especially, especially since they don't have um, all all the top tackle prospects are gone, right? Yeah. Like if we. All right, so just take a look, right? Peter Skronsky, Paris Johnson, uh, Broderick Jones just selected. They Darnell Wright already selected. So you would have to get someone like a Dewad Jones or an Anton Harrison probably, but I think this might be a little too high. So maybe they trade down? I think that could be, a, that could be an option. Trade, trade down and get and get additional picks? Yeah. But how far down would they have to trade though? Ooh, they could go J JSN. Like they could you go said. JSN. Just, just give one That's more. That's it's mythic Jigba. Bring back the uh, the Ohio State duo. Good lord, yeah. that would be. I think everyone. I think like the AFC East would be like raging. Like, what the hell is this? Exactly, Buffalo Bills fans, dude. <laughs> they're gonna lose out the division. I think no. I am going to be terrified going to work tomorrow. I am going to be terrified going to work tomorrow if I see like Bills fans like angry saying like why did we get Jason or like 
He has so many needs. Stop, don't, don't, don't come yeah, at me. I mean, is their top need though. I, huh? I really think wide receiver is their top need. Top. Oh yeah. I think no, like if I'm looking at the Jets, their top needs are offensive tackle, center, safety, defensive tackle, and linebacker. Oh, for for Jets, yeah. For the Jets. So yeah, so for defensive tackle, they go Kalaja Kansi. Not hey, I'd be okay with that. And then, and then play him with uh, Quinnen Williams, dude. Carl Lawson, Quinnen Williams, Solomon Thomas. Okay, John Franklin Myers. That's fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. get Kalaja Kansi. That would be perfect there. Well, they're already down to like less than like two minutes. Like, what's going on with the Jets? No, I mean, I they I guess they're just mulling their options, right? Do they go Christian mm-hmm. Gonzalez? Do they go Kalaja Kansi? Do they reach for Anton Harrison? Do they get JSN? Like, they only have one selection, or or they trade down, you know? Oh yeah. Now they still have the number forty-three selection in the second round, so they do. They definitely do. They could go tight end. Tight end could be one option. They only have Tyler Conklin, C.J. Ozoma, who is like twenty. Uh, he's thirty years old. So yeah, tight end could be in play. Michael Meyer. Everything is in play right now in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What is going on with the Jets? They are draining the clock. They're putting it. Uh, they're they're putting it down to the wire. I don't know about this, man. I, you know what? I suspect they're going to trade down. They have to. They, I think they're going to trade. Oh, pick is in. Oh, pick is in. Okay. They're probably confirming with Aaron Rodgers. They're like, hey, who do you want? Yeah. It's like, well, um, I think I'm gonna go. You can make you have the you have the opportunity to make fun of him right now. I'm just gonna say this. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. Okay. He's the guy who got me into football, so I will. I will forever remember Aaron Rodgers for that. All right. Okay. Well, after the Jets make their selection, I'm going to go and grab my second round of victory pasta with a little bit of dash of. Jay of um Jalen Carter. No. Well, I'm gonna eat my nice vegan cheesy bread that I just baked with some Lucas Van Ness sriracha sauce. All right, we're gonna love it. Spice for that one. Uh, oh, order him some anantana na na rasam sadam nalla sabdapore anga Jalen Carter serida. But see, rasam is not as spicy as sriracha. Come on, bro. Bruh. No, you cannot. Who do they select? Oh, my God. We got to reach. The Jets have selected Will McDonald. Ooh. Connor Rogers tweeted this out. Will McDonald's a, is he, he's a day two pick. Yeah. I mean... With Kalijah Kansi still there, I don't understand this pick. I mean, let let's see let's see if we can confirm this. Yeah, let's 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 see. Yeah, let's confirm from this one. Good option. Wait, 
They're just comparing Aaron Rodgers to all Jets QBs of all time. Oh, Joe Nabith and Brett Favre. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Basically, ex Packers right yeah. now. Yeah, so I guess Ari Mir uh, Miranov also so, uh, uh, selected Will McDonald, uh, said yeah. Will McDonald. Dude, so how do they go? Maybe they reach up back in the second round, uh, back in the first round at the end uh, to get, you know, uh, with their second round pick to get a tackle. Maybe, right? yeah. Or maybe Mikai Becton is doing well. Or injury recovery. it could be trading a player. Mm-hmm. But think about this. Christian Gonzalez is falling. Mm -hmm. Brian Branch, my favorite quarterback safety. If the Eagles can grab him at 30, I'd be very happy. But it's mostly going to be unlikely because they're going to trade back. Barring some crazy thing Howie Roseman does. And I am just confirming on this. Yep. Um, yeah, Dove Kleiman is saying... Oh yeah, no updates on that, man. Oh man, I mean, like yeah, they do need pat like uh, pure edge rushers. But do you need? But oh, they got Make a Wish kid right there. I love this. He's on the stage. Oh, nice, nice. You know what? I love this kind of things. Mm -hmm. Of course, the J E T S Jets 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 chant. Yep, yep. So yeah, Will McDonald. Will McDonald. I think. So I guess what he's going to play is weak side linebacker, uh, in place of Jermaine uh, Sherwood. Which, if in hindsight, I don't think that's a bad idea because, like you mentioned, right? They do need linebacker help. Mm -hmm. CJ Mosley is old. Quincy Williams is old. Oh, they don't yeah. have anybody behind there. Like they just have a bunch of backups. So if they can get Will uh, Will McDonald as a weak, excuse me, weak side linebacker in a, uh, so they run a four three defense. So yeah. and I think that, yeah, they, that's the type of defense Robert Solo run base four three D. Right. And what? And while we're discussing more about Will McDonald, the Redskins, the the Washington Commanders. Bruh. Oof. Oof. Bruh. I'm going to get canceled. Yep. Yep. Well, gentlemen, it was nice. Ladies and gentlemen and fellow listeners, it was nice knowing you. Mm -hmm. The Washington Commanders. Oh, look at that kid. Stay with the chest, man. And I think he's going to confirm Will McDonald. Yep, yep, yep. Proud of this guy. I, I love you know what I love the good things behind it, man. I'm a sucker for that. And the pick is in with the commanders, but so Will McDonald Levis or Christian Gonzalez. I think they go Christian Gonzalez. They have to go Christian Gonzalez because all I mean, of course, they have like a great defense, but I think their um corner is something that they they desperately need. Or wow, what according to Connor Hughes. Emmanuel Forbes. Oh. I mean, Emmanuel he's a ball. Oh, that corner from, uh, I believe, South Carolina, right? He is the guy that kept on a, that kept on intercepting Will Levis. 
You know, Mississippi <laughs> State. <laughs> Ooh, great pickup by the Commanders, man. That defense is going to be tough. NFC East, watch out. Yeah, so Christian Gonzalez continuing to slide down. Yeah. So a little, so a little Ooh. bit. Do, do the Patriots now select? Christian Gonzalez. Oh they my God, that points. would be a um, that would be a move and a half. I, so, I am making an update on this. Yeah. So a little bit about Will McDonald, right? He is one of the most freakish athletes. He has a nine point six six res. He's like six foot four, but weighs two forty. Um. So he is like a really interesting piece mm-hmm. to work with. Okay. Uh, in terms of a pure pass rusher, he's very athletic. Okay. He's got a really high motor. He does a really solid job of setting the edge at six foot four, 240, right? He can, he can do that, especially playing at the wide nine position. Uh, he's your classic speed, uh, speed edge rusher. Okay. He has a really good spin move. And he was very productive in college. Okay. He made over three years, he made 122 tackles, 39 and a half TFLs, 33 sacks, seven deflections, nine forced fumbles. Right. So he is classified as a defensive edge, as like a pass rusher, but he can also play weak side linebacker, like on an off ball linebacker. Right. So he's very good in terms of real uh pass rush but sometimes he might be over eager in terms of rushing up and might you know uh overextend in terms of the run so that is a little bit that he has to work on and just a little bit in terms of body strength because he's lighter at 240 even at six foot four he is a little bit light if if you line up in terms of like uh at the at the c or the d gaps Mm-hmm. So I think he is more suited as like a three, four outside linebacker, like a weak side linebacker. And in terms of, so because he's in four, three, I don't know. His coverage skills are decent. Like that's one thing that we have to see more of. Right. It's going to be interesting how Robert Sala uses him because as a pass rusher, he's fantastic. Definitely. As a setter in the run game, he's pretty good. As an athlete, mm-hmm. he's phenomenal. But in other aspects, right, uh, in terms of pure uh, run stopper, he is not that good. He, he has to improve in terms of, like, figuring out, um, especially on RPOs. So that is something to work on. I mean, I think this is – honestly, I think Kalaji Kansi would have been a better fit for them. Okay, that's understandable. And it's like a B. Yeah. Okay. But then also, um, so I'm guessing you also confirmed about um, Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, um, let's see. They're still, they're still there. Yeah. I mean that from based on what they were, yeah, basically is saying that the pick is still in. Let us confirm, wait to see like if it's confirmed or not. And, um, yeah, but Will McDonald, I think, I honestly thought this would have been like, um, 
I mean, of course, this is a, a, a position in need for the Jets, but I think they reached. They made a, a, yeah. it's a reach. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, pick us in. The commanders are selecting. Selection is Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes. Okay. Damn. So good he's I'm, a good lockdown yeah. corner. Ah, oh, man, it's going to be tough. Damn. Over Christian Gonzalez. No. Oh, ooh. A.J. Brown versus Manuel Forbes. I'm looking at the commanders. Um, I, so Washington commanders, they, they're, they're, every team is going to be, like, um, upgraded for sure. Like, if you look at the commanders, they needed help on corner. Kendall Fuller, Benjamin St. Juiced. Um, and then you have Cameron Cam Dantzler and um, R Rashad Wild Goose. Of course, these are, these are great back. Um, those the last two are great backups. But then they also need they have a um, somewhat of a young um, safety with um, with Cameron with Cam Curl and Derek Force. But having Emmanuel Forbes, this is more of like a it's more of of a physical like type of receiver 61162 and a half um arm reach dropped by the commanders um he is basically he is long he can run he has a talent for um for taking the ball away basically he can be a great um shutdown corner however um the frame is going to be um very very the, the frame is going to be something that's uh, up challenging, but he has the great instincts and recognition. Really fun to watch. He can pounce on those quick passes. I mean, if you want to have a great tape, watch the Washington, watch um, Mississippi State versus Kentucky, where he kept on like picking off Will Levis that one game. Um, Forbes could be an early starter, quality bulk production, but um, basically he. Um, he was he was a 2022 Jim Thorpe um, finalist for like the top the one of the nation's top defensive back, and he weighed the lightest in the combine. But he posted 14 career interceptions with six pick oh, sixes. Selected, Patriots selected Christian Gonzalez according to yep, it is confirmed. Oh, thank God he doesn't fall to the Lions. Oh, thank God. All right. Just a little bit about Christian Gonzalez, right? He's he, he he's six foot one, one ninety seven, who runs a four three eight. Okay, if you look at his res score, it is nine point nine four. Basically, the closest you can get to perfection. Okay. So, I got that. Talk more about Christian Gonzalez. No. <clears throat> He is a boy from the Colony, Texas. There you go, local oh, shout out guy. You gotta give, yeah. We, we we got we love our we love our locals. We love the locals, and with that, I need to check. Let me check up a little bit more on Christian Gonzalez. Give me one minute. Of course, people were doing this live in live and um, live on the Google Hangout with NFL Masala, hanging out with your boys, Anand Gundy and myself, Raksha Kangar. Mm -hmm. So, 
Christian Gonzalez. I think I bought enough time for that, right? <laughs> yeah. So with this, I mean, he he first he start he was a part of the colony Texas where he started on offense, defense, and special teams. Man, like he comes from an athletic background. He started all six games with when he was with the call with um the Colorado um no when he was back in the Pac-12. He was with the um, Colorado Buffaloes, um, where he had like all six games with the Buffaloes, I believe, um, 2020 season, 25 tackles, five pass breakups, all 12 contests in 2021, with 53 tackles, 5.5 for a loss, five pass breakups. And when he was with the Oregon Ducks, this is where he made his mark at his one year. He's in 2022, he had um, first team all Pac-12 pick, led Oregon with four interceptions, seven pass breakups, posting 50 tackles and blocking a kick for 12 and blocking kick in 12 starts, opted out of the seat uh, out of his team bowl game. And, um, and his, his draft comparison, Dominic Rogers, Camardi, he has both the physicality and athletic traits. He could play with both fluid hips and blazing top speed. Um, diff and he could definitely, he can lay the hit. He can rough up the edge. Um, he can rough up the release or use mirror and um, match footwork from press man coverage. And I think his technical get best best away from him is um, he's slow to get on his head and find the football and find the football downfield. He needs to play with better awareness. But going into this type of Patriots defense that desperately, I repeat, desperately needs corner. This is a good, I think this, um, the Patriots did the right move by sitting down on that pick and he helps and he joins Miles Bryant and Jonathan Jones in the questionable Jack Jones. And he also include, also includes a small Marcus Jones, um, from, from U of H from last year and Kyle Duggars and Joe Burrow Peppers. You're basically improving the secondary defense by getting Christian Gonzalez. So this is definitely a great move. And with this next, the lines are officially on the clock. Four minutes left. And what and some very interesting moves by the Lions. They need they took a running back in um Jameer Gibbs. They need defensive tackle, defensive end, linebacker, and a tight end. And I think and if they and right now, like I want to say, one corner is still available, Joey Porter Jr. If you're looking at defensive ends, collide or D, or like interior D line, you could look at Kalijah Kansi, as unrightfully said. He, um, a miniature version of Aaron Donald, the guy. Um... Oh, okay. you're back. Yeah. Uh... Do not so... Kalijah Kansi, please. Do not. Lions are on the clock. I, I don't want... And the, and the pick is in. <laughs> I don't want him next to Aiden Hutchinson. Please, Lions, fail. Fail. Okay. But, but yeah, so far, like, they need help. They I mean, I don't know how long you're going to be playing with a... Um, I'm trying to think like how I don't know how long the line the lines are going to be playing with um with Jared Goff. I don't and that we'll have to look at his contract status. But we also need to know um like 
if if they're going to be selecting a QB, if, if, I think QB later on for them is going to be something that they'll need to have in the future. And if I'm the Lions, I go best player available. And me, in my unbiased opinion, unbiased, I think, like, who I don't know who's available on the big board, but I believe, um, and this is according to ESPN, their best fit would be Dalton Kincaid. What are your thoughts on that? Pick us in, according to Bleacher. No, no. I don't oh, my oh, my God. What? They're taking Jack Campbell. <gasps> they go linebacker in the first. They go line. The first linebacker is taken. Whoa! Thank you, thank you. Wow! Wow! Wow, wow, wow. I don't know how you're ahead. I no, I'm I'm keeping up with the bleacher report at the uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. But officially I'm keeping up to date on the two ESPN ones. Mm. So um I don't know about this. Thank you. Honestly, Kalaji Kansi would have been a perfect fit for them, but he gives Jeffrey. Thank you. Packers, please move up and take him. Please move up and take him. Bucks are what does the Bucks are on the clock? But yeah, tell me about Jack Campbell if this is true. I honestly don't know a lot about him. <laughs> I haven't done many tapes, uh, much much tape study, um, in, in terms of Jack Campbell right there. All right, I'm going to pull up his um, profile. I'm going to pull up his um, draft profile from NFL.com. This is a Dan Campbell pick. Basically, a guy who loves football. And with this, he is... Um, but he's extremely athletic. He has yeah, a extremely athletic. He's an inside linebacker. Can play. He's built for the box. Good overall physicality. Um, his size, he can challenge the blocks, stand his ground despite the hand usage, which is inconsistency. Um, he's a good zone reader. And in some mismatches... In some matchups, he could play good against tight ends, but you need to balance it with consistency with playmaking limitations. And um, the, like one thing that is on his profile is that um, his initial diagnosis or movement, um, it movements lack suddenness. Basically, he plays very he plays conservatively on the second level perch. Like I'm like sometimes he'll plays he'll just like hesitate and then you'll go after. You you need linebackers, of course. You need to keep an eye, but you have to attack. This is a remember this um this this league the, this new version of the NFL is moving from the running back to more of the quarterback who can throw. But yeah, okay, it's official. Jack Campbell is the selection. Yeah. Okay. So, Bucks are on the clock. All right. And, oh, you know, Will Levis is dropping. Could they select Will Levis? I mean, they could. They they need a QB. Baker they Mayfield could. is not your answer. And Baker Mayfield is going to be for like Trask. a career. Neither huh? is Trask. Also, all the top offensive tackles are gone. Yep. 
right? So they, they could move back. They could move back, but I, I honestly think they should just go for Will Levis. Go for Will Levis. Yeah, just, yeah. You only have two QBs. Right. And Will Levis, if you're gonna go with Will Levis, you're getting a better you're you're getting a, a QB who's more of a pat who who's who is built as a as your standard passer, like a Jared Goff type of role. He doesn't have that much of like flexibility, but he um he's a great passer. Like he I mean, when he was with Kentucky, he played um, in, the, in more of a pa in the pa pro style passing scheme. He can do. He he, ha he definitely has, and it, and that scheme involved like full read, full field reads. Right, but he's still mobile though. I, I'm not gonna say he's like Jared Goff is. He doesn't have the arm that Will Levis does. Like Will Levis is has a massive arm, right? He, he's six foot three, two. 229 um but in terms of in terms of his arm strength it's it's phenomenal he's yeah. not like a, a straight line fast guy he only mm -hmm. like 47340 but he's very mobile in turn in, in in the fact that he's a powerful runner like and he takes big hits that's the big thing with will levis like he's a um what's what's the best way to say this he's he's a guy who's not going to give up his if he's going to get hit right he, he's tough to bring down like josh allen or if you go agreed. for like big ben roethlisberger agreed and we have a pick in for the buccaneers all righty so let's see all right well yeah more about will levis um, yeah because he takes all those big hits and he plays extremely tough he gets injured and we just saw that this year right he was he was injured a lot and he played through those injuries because he's such a tough QB. But because he was injured, along with the fact that his talent, uh, his surrounding talent was really negligent, right? And in terms of the previous year, he did lose out on a lot of his surrounding talent. Uh, he also started making a lot of forced errors. Like uh, Rakshak was saying uh, regarding Emmanuel Forbes, he was throwing a lot of interceptions. Will Levis was this past year. Which the previous year he wasn't like previous year. Will Levis was a standout QB, but this year he was dropping because of his interception problem. So, if he lands in a system that allows him to regain some of his momentum that he had in 2021, with you know a, a good offensive line that's going to protect him, with a coach that is going to tell him, "Hey, yes, it's good to play tough, but make sure that you're viable and you're available as a QB because that's yep. your asset." We have right. the pick. All right. We have the pick with the Buccaneers, and they are selecting Kalijah Kansi. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Dude, I cannot imagine this like Falcons versus Bucks. Kalijah oh, Kansi versus Bajan Robinson. That's going to be fun to watch. Dude, they already have Logan Hall, too. And Vita Vea, okay. Oh, dude, you gotta talk to talk to me about it. Talk to me about Kalaja Kansi. Okay, so this D line got a serious upgrade. Okay, you already have Vita Vea, probably the best young nose tackle in the game right now. Okay, you also have Joy Tryon Shrinka, who's shown spurts as an edge rusher, who has the flashes to to become a really solid edge rusher. You also have Shaq Barrett, who who had signed recently a massive deal a year or two years ago. 
So he's there as well as your pass rusher. You also have Devin White and Levante David coming back for a couple years, um, or at least Levante David for this past year. You also have Logan Hall, who was drafted last year as your, um, you know, your your defensive end because Logan Hall six foot six, two eighty three. So now Kalijah Kansi comes in as a another interior defensive lineman, but like an Aaron Donald esque interior defensive lineman. Okay. He has a 9.6 RAS, and he was my second interior defensive lineman in this draft because he's so fun to watch. He's so explosive. He is so quick and agile with his movement, given his size. I think he's like 6'1", 270. So, yeah, he's on the shorter side in terms of defensive linemen, but he is so fantastic to watch for uh, Pitt. Yeah, so he's six foot two eighty, and then if you look at his twenty twenty two numbers, he only had yep. thirty two total tackles, but he had seven sacks, right? And over his career, he has had uh, sixteen and a half sacks and one forced fumble. And so, if you look at Kalaja Kansi as a pure pass rusher, he is mm-hmm. dominant. Okay, he is dominant, especially in a D line with Vita Vea. And uh, Shaq Barrett and Logan Hall and Greg Gaines and Joy Trinka. He would be perfect as a interior defensive lineman who plays three to five tech. So basically inside. So if you take uh, now the Bucks run a base three four defense, right? So that means they're going to have three interior D linemen, four linebackers, and in this case they have Shaq Barrett and Joy Trinka as their pass rushing. Um, uh, edge like weak side and strong side linebackers, and their two interior linebackers are, of course, uh, Devin White and Lamonte David. So, in this scenario, right, mm-hmm. uh, in in typical three down uh, scenarios, you're going to have Vita Vea as your nose tackle, Logan Hall coming in as a as a defensive end uh, alongside Vita Vea, and maybe you know Greg Gaines coming in there. Where Kalaja Kansi would specialize is in those third, uh, initially in those third down pass rush situations. Because when you bring in Kalaja Kansi alongside Devon uh, Vita Vea and um, uh, Logan Hall, Shaq Barrett, Joy Trinka, all of those five people, and then you have Levante David and Devin White coming in, how do you block these people? Kalaja Kansi is going to go off. He is going to go off, man. I think um, because it's it's a perfect. That's why I was saying like the Eagles should have picked him or somewhere, so, someone who has already a strong defensive line who's going to put them over the top. Because right. Kalani is that player. He's the guy who's going to. Uh, he's a stud, he's, man. Yeah, he's a dog. He's the guy that's going to push your defensive line over the top simply because of his sheer athleticism and his pass rush prowess. Prowess. Now, where he does lack is his run blocking. His size is a little bit low, and his arm size and um, his length is a little bit low for playing as an interior defensive lineman, whereas Aaron Donald is just Aaron Donald. You know, Yes, yeah. there's a lot of comparisons between Kansi and Aaron Donald, but Aaron Donald still succeeds even at his size at six foot, you know, 270, 280, as a really good run stopper. 
Right. Isn't that he has to improve on that, but that's yeah. where you know Vita Vea and all those guys come in because he doesn't have to play that uh first and second down roles, he can play in like the second down, third down, fourth down pass rush situations where you need a dominant pass, uh, interior pass rusher alongside Vita Vea. So that's a fantastic selection for them, yeah. Okay, it, it beats the Seahawks. Who had already selected? Uh, yeah. Who did they? Uh, select? They selected Witherspoon. Right. Yeah. So, but um. So, anyway, uh, so, um. Yeah, the, like the draft information that I sent to you is that okay? What? Uh. Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay, but yeah, definitely. Um. Man, I I kind of got like hypnotized, like like. Your analysis, freaking spot on, man. Because he's so good. He's so fun. He's to so watch. good. You know the guy. He's so good. So good. So good. So good. Yes. There we go. A little bit of singing. That makes NFL Masala NFL Masala. You got to yeah. have some singing. You got to. Exactly. And now with the Seahawks, Anand. They need, to go, they need to go interior D-line. I mean, who else is available now? Oh, Will Levis is still there. Oh, my. <laughs> no, Jackson Smith and Jigba is still there. Brian Branch is still there. Uh, what? And, and they, need, they also need a running back because they remember they lost Rashad Penny. They all, they also need linebacker, but you don't nah, want to make that read. Walker. They have Kenneth Walker. They're fine. Oh, they got Ken Walker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Kenneth Walker, so they're fine. Uh, I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna select a running back here. They either go Will Levis or I think they go interior D line. Uh, uh you know, Will Levis is still there. Ooh, Dalton Kincaid. Nolan Smith. Oh. Nolan Smith is still oh there. Oh my god, dude. Nolan Pick Smith is in. Pick is in. Nolan. Dude, I feel so sorry for Will Levis, man. He's just sitting there. I hope I honestly hope someone gets him, but it better be for like the right it better be for like the right ability thing. Right, but who else though, right? If you look who needs at a QB in this so far. Like you right. have they don't, yeah. Like the you, Chargers are next. Maybe the Vikings get Will Levis at 24. Do they do they bring back the clone of Kirk Cousins? No, but Kirk we're a better version of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's he's a more powerful version of. Kirk yeah, no, yeah, I think no, I think like Will Levis is going to be the upgrade for the Vikings. But yeah. but um yeah, but then again, let's see what it is. But like, and ladies and gentlemen, like if I'm a pol like I um some of the comparisons that I've been making and like going at it, apologies again, like we um we try and do our research and all that, but it, yeah. it's it's fine, dude. Come on, it's 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 all. Uh, we're just armchair experts here. We're not armchairs, exactly. And I am looking at an updated version. What does Dove Kleiman say? We're like, we're like the funny thing is like for all and for all like those like watching, they also get um, I, they also have like multiple Twitter accounts. Like I don't know what Elon Musk did, but like Adam Schefter, Ian Rapaport, um, Don Kleiman, and like 
don't yeah. climb in um bro like bro talk bro bible talk or something like that like you get oh who do they select jackson smith and jigba oh uh, no right. why <laughs> what please tell me i i don't know about this pick no, I mean, it's fantastic for them. You got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and JSN. Oh, my God. No. No. What in the blue hell? The first wide receiver, if this is confirmed. The Ravens. Oh my god. Every like shit. I, I, like if I'm the Eagles right now, you better be praying Brian Branch falls down or you or they have to get like a better corner or like a wide receiver. I think right? Brian Branch could go to the Ravens. Oh yeah. Dude, to pair him up with Kyle Hamilton? Right. Oh my god. He... That would be a monster. Right. And you know what? As a matter of fact, Let's do this experiment because we are unlike the armchair GMs. We're also scientists. We like to oh, um, Marcus Williams. Never mind. Yeah, they got, I mean, they got, no, but in, but here's the thing: Brian Branch can also play corner, like a, he can play that nickel role, corner and safety. Right. Right. And 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 if I'm looking at their at their backups, like oh Brandon God. Stephen, Marlon Humphreys, they're they're okay corners. But Seahawks with Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams. Okay, pick is in. It is. It is JSN. Oh, it's JSN. All right, man. <sighs> tell me, tell me about JSN. Well, like we mentioned, he's the best wide receiver on the board, and he plays all around. You know, he has the uh, size for a slot receiver, but he can play all around. He can play boundary. He can move around. He can play in the slot. He can play in the Z. You know, in the Seahawks, he's going to be in that slot role most likely. Uh, and as we mentioned, with Chris Olave and uh, Garrett Wilson last year, Jackson Smith and Jigma was the best wide receiver. He was a tar he was the number one target. What the Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had said JSN was the best wide receiver amongst those guys, and he had the highest number of targets even last year. Yeah. So that really says a lot. He's so he's so quick and agile with his feet movement. And then if we take a look at his RAS score, uh, let's just say here. Uh, he has an 8.34. So pretty athletic. Okay, he's mm -hmm. pretty athletic. Um, in terms of like his pure speed, he only ran a 4.52, but that's not where he excels at. He he excels at, you know, that rack ability, that run after catch ability. Okay. Even though he is at um uh sorry, do you have his measurables for yes? Second? I do have his measurables. He is um according to his pro uh, uh, um based on it, he is 6'1, 196 pounds, right. 30, 30 and a half um arm span. It, it, 30 and a half inches arm span hands oh. nine inches right so so even at that size 
like six foot one, he's a perfect slot receiver. Yeah, typically slot receivers are like five ten, five. Yeah, I think he'll go slot. One, he he's still really good there. He, no, he he's dude, gonna like, draw a lot of attention away from DK Metcalf. So yeah, I, so. and he's from Rockall, Texas. All right, another local connection. Another another Texas product. Yeah, basically, what I learned, uh, what I thought was like really funny back in Texas, there are three there are three things. There are there are like three letter F's: family, faith, and football. Three the three um the 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 three um fundamentals letters. of life. There you go. The three fundamentals of life in Texas: family, faith, and football. Without those three, it's basically nothing. Mm -hmm. But like a little bit of like stats for him, like as you said, he was a third um he I mean he was a third to third team associated all pre, um associated press all American third team big third team big ten conference selection as a sophomore, ranked third in the FBS with thousand six hundred six receiving yards, tied for ninth with ninety five receptions in thirteen games. Yeah. And with and remember when that see that game with Smith and with um Olave and Wilson's opting out of that bowl game, Smith and Jigba 15 catches, 347, three touchdowns against that Utah defense mm -hmm. in that Rose Bowl comeback. And unfortunately, um, although he was it, uh, and I think the only thing that we had a concern was that injury was it is the injury bug. Remember in Ohio State, he only played three games, but. Right. Five, it was like five receptions, 43 yards, and the pick is in for the Chargers. Who do they select? I think they go wide receiver here. Um, um probably Quentin Johnson or Jordan Addison. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna say Zay Flowers. Mm. They do need a deep threat. I mean, Keenan Allen. Um, let you know, let me look up the Chargers wide receiver room. But unless they charger that pick too, then I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> like you said in the mock draft, they could go for corner. They could go corner. Brian Branch would be. Mm -hmm. Brian Branch would be available. And if I'm looking at their court, their um, wide receiver room, they got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer. However, of those three, some of them are. Um, some of them do like. My, I don't know about Mike Williams. He's recovering from like an injury, and Josh, and so is Josh Palmer. So their only target was Keenan Allen, and the pick is officially in. I this is going by like oh my god, it's going by so fast. Like mm -hmm. oh we're almost at the end. Yeah, and um and all and um and I'm look and as I'm looking at their backups to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Josh Palmer, Jalen Guyton, Keenan, Keelan Ross, and John Hightower. I mean. Definitely, I could see that if they want a big, a deep threat, they could go Zay Flowers. If they want like another um, option, they could go Quinn Johnson from TCU. At... All right. Why? I said Quinn Johnson. And they go Quinn Johnson. And they go Quinn Johnson. Okay. Okay. That's who I thought they were going to go. They like their big targets. They like their big wide receivers. I mean, you you look at Keenan Allen, and then you look at. Uh, Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, they're all like above six foot. So they like their tall wide receivers, their go getters, so to speak, in, in, in terms of like the jump ball receivers, because that's what uh, Quentin Johnson is. He's not really the fastest. He's not really, you know, the, the, the deepest wide receiver, but he's a great, you know, jump ball receiver. That's who he is. And so this adds another passing threat 
for Justin Herbert to work with in an AFC that is extremely tight with a lot of talented wide receiving core. Oh, yes. So you just saw, you know, with the, with the, with the Jets wide receiving core, with the uh, addition of Alan Lazard, you also have the, obviously the Bengals wide receiving core. You have, you know, the Jaguars are up and coming a little bit. You have, um, oh my God, what am I missing here? Uh, yeah, I'm missing somebody. Uh, oh yeah, Dolphins, Dolphins, Bills, and then now you have, you know, the Chargers who are, uh, yeah, they they are, you know, we say this every year. The Chargers yeah. have. The, they have all the talent the in the world. offseason moves, right? They have some of the best offseason moves. But something or the other happens where they just charger it, right? Where they just charger it, whether it's injuries or last year just not being able to make the appropriate calls in like, you know, fourth down passing situations and stuff like that. Whether it's, you know, just losing out in against the Jaguars with like a 20-point lead in the playoffs. Stuff like that. We just need to see how well this goes in the regular season. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Go ahead. And I and um and I think like with this, I on I think it was it's actually not a bad move with with um with the Chargers selecting that Quinn Johnson as you said they they need they love their big body type of wide receivers mm-hmm. and apparently he's from Temple Texas back to back Texas players baby yeah and um and looking at and of course like he led TCU he topped TCU in second in receiving yards 60 60 pa- 60 catches um thousands Thousand sixty nine yards, seventeen point eight yards per catch with six touchdowns and fourteen starts as a junior. When that team made it to the national championship, um, in national title game, first team All Big Twelve, and for the second season. And I think, and and as you said, like some of his weaknesses, some of the things that he can improve on is um, is basically the production was somewhat like erratic. Um, and he's and you need to. And if you wanted to see um, uh, the game that he had a little bit of um, a diff- some difficulty with, you look at the TCU Georgia game. He was paired up against one of the top, like against Keely Ringo. He was paired up against Chris Smith, and um, and you also and and the other Georgia corners. Like he he does um, need to work on creating leverage and deception in his routes, and he fails to st- and. And of course, like to get out of those breaks and present underneath, that's where he needs to feel as well. And of course, when he's gonna get contact, you gotta make those catches. And um, and I think Quentin John, but I think like this is a spot where, of course, you would take a wide receiver at, at a late round, and um, and with the Chargers selecting him, and with a and and with pairing him with Justin Herbert, and. And of course, the new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, not the other, um, not Joe Lombardi, or I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who was the previous offensive coordinator for the Chargers, but, um, but now with Kellen Moore, we could see more of an innovative offense. We could see Quentin Johnson, um, 
Johnson lineup like make be like produce well in the big in the, for the deep throws, and with Herbert being more of an accurate QB, he will get more touchdown opportunities for those long balls. Like he, how, how far can you go? Or how far can you throw? And now with that, the next pick is the Baltimore Ravens. They are on the clock, and they need. And looking at their current needs, they require wide receiver, corner, outside linebacker, a quarterback, a backup quarterback, and an offensive tackle. You're, if we were to look at best available, according to USPN.com, we ha still have Will Levis still sitting, Dalton Kincaid tight end, Nolan Smith as an outside linebacker. Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame. Zay Flower, wide receiver. You can go Joey Porter Jr. as corner. Miles Murphy, defensive end. Jordan Addison, wide receiver. Um, Deontay Banks, Brian Branch, Luke Musgrave. The list is going on and on. There's so much available talent right there. But then again, what is it? What is it like that the general man that e that each team's different general managers are seeing that we as fans are not? That is the and that has been one of the very interesting aspects that I've that I've noticed. So with this, looking back, uh, like right now the timer is still at one minute and like less than two minutes to go. I think. If I'm the if I'm the Ravens, you still uh, you have to um, find a way to protect Lamar Jackson because this is Lamar Jackson who just signed a five year extension and for two hundred sixty million dollars. He's now the highest paid um, player in the NFL, surpassing Jalen Hurts' latest deal of a five year two hundred fifty five million dollar deal. And excuse me, and. And with the and some of the, the additions that the Ravens um, made, they got back Nelson Aguilar. They got back. Um, <clears throat> they they signed OBJ for one year. They um, but they did lose tight um, defensive tackle Clayus Campbell, Jake Ol Jason Oliver, and Brock Power and guard Powers, Brandon Powers, I believe. Um, and looking at the Ravens roster. There is some. Um, if we were to pull it up, they definitely need help on the guard position. So, if I'm going to look at best available remaining for guard, you have Steve Avila, you which you can get in the second round. Osiris Torrance, who's supposed to be a late first round pick from Florida, who is very good. Um, apparently, he was like one of the most dominant interior offensive linemen in the country. Excellent size and consistency. He doesn't change directions, but he's a good length and a powerful um in a powerful stiff arm. He rarely gives ground. He's a great pass protector. If I'm the Ravens, you can definitely go offensive guard and they'll definitely and you're protecting Lamar Jackson while you're trying to innovate this offense a little bit more. And with this, the pick is in. The Ravens are congratulating each other. Let us see what they select. They are selecting Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers. Okay, okay. They are selecting Zay Flowers, with, who has recorded 78 receptions, 1,077 yards, 13.8 yards per 
reception. Yeah. And wide receiver and they got one. They needed big on wide receiver. The Ravens were dead last in receptions per game, 8.7 and reception for touchdowns. They were tied for 25th with 54 rece receiving touchdowns. I mean, you're adding more length. You're adding more depth to a, to a team that now has OBJ, Nelson Aguilar. No, Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, Rashad Bateman James Proch the second, Mike Thomas, Andy Isabel, Shamar Bridges, and then, of course, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justin Hills, and Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, and Jolly, Charlie Kalar. Um, Again, these, like, if you want to know the big names, OBJ, um, Devin Duvernay, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, Rashad, uh, Rashad Bateman, Gus Edwards. And, of course, this helps your five, your newly five-year extended two sixty million dollar QB. I think Zay Flowers is um, he he definitely has speed. That's for sure. And if I'm going to pull up his combine, he ran he ran four point four two with the forty yard dash. But then again, he's much more faster on the field. And he is. Um, and like he has like that unbridled energy and immense confidence. Slightly built, but he could sidestep, press, and fly into action, man. And yeah. he has a tendency. And the only one thing like receivers, like young receivers, they have a tendency to like rush their routes. So like you immediately jump the gun because like you're so eager to start. I love that enthusiasm about the kid, but he's gonna but I think like with him being under like the tutelage of OBJ, um and right. a second. Uh, right. Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and hell, Lamar Jackson. It's right. going to so help a lot. And plus, fun, glitchy player to an already glitchy team. <laughs> so they, they just add some more fun pieces to play with. Now, obviously, their offensive coordinator needs to work all this situation out. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson has, you know, so, some more receiver help. Oh, definitely. Um, and I was looking at the updated draft, the, uh, the best available according to ESPN's draft cast. Offensive guard is still available. Osiris Torrance is still there. <laughs> Steve Avila is still there. Mm -hmm. And of course, Will Levis. I'm sorry. Will Levis. I, I'm, I have a beat the dole moment. Will Levis. Oh, Vikings are on the clock. I know. I don't want the Vikings to select Will Levis. I do not. Please fumble and select. Stetson Bennett, two-time national champion from Georgia, first-round pick. You get the fifth-year option. Ladies and gentlemen, now the bias comes in. <laughs> to really figure out if Stetson Bennett is your guy for the future, if he's your franchise QB, right? You can always pick up that fifth-year option, play for, play him for five years on a cheap uh, on a cheap contract, and just you know win a couple of games, which is what you guys are good at. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, and I'm looking at the Vikings needs. They require wide receiver, cornerback, and linebacker. Mm -hmm. So and, wide receiver, they still have Jordan Addison, but you also have Joey Porter Jr. Oh, they, they, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. But if you look at the Vikings, they already have Andrew Booth Jr. They have Lewis seen. He was a safety. And who um, I'm also looking at like who else did they get? They still have Harrison Smith, and no, oh, they and a Caleb Evans. Mm. 
Uh, and Byron Murphy Jr., the, who they recently, I think they recently acquired. Yeah. But man, Nolan Smith falling off. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Yeah, I think a lot of teams went for need, right? They, if, you, if you look at the draft position, mm -hmm. you see, you know, uh, Paris Johnson going at number six, which we didn't really think. Devin Witherspoon going at number five. You know, Bijan Robinson going at eight. You know, Darnell Wright going early. So a lot of offensive linemen go up at, you know, 14. All the major offensive linemen are done. Paris Johnson... Darnell Wright, Peter Skaronsky, Broderick Jones. Mm -hmm. Like the big four, probably first-round offensive linemen, they're all done by pick 14. Yeah. You also look at pass rushers. They're all done. You know, Will Anderson, three. Um, you have Tyree Wilson at seven, and you have Jalen Carter at nine. You have, uh, obviously, Lucas Van Ness at 13, and then 15, you have Will McDonald. So a lot of those uh, players that – are, are are in positions of need for those teams were already selected a long time ago. So that is true. That's why you have people like Nolan Smith falling down. Who I said, you know, yes, he's a really good um, pass rusher as like a speed rusher, but he needs to work on setting the edge. And I don't know. I guess the Packers could have gotten Nolan Smith, but I, I prefer Will. Um, sorry. Lucas Van Ness. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, yeah, definitely. And Vikings are still on the clock. Mm -hmm. I, they're, and debating. they're debating. They're debating about, oh, what to do, what to do. Mm -hmm. Please select Stetson Bennett. Please, <laughs> that will make my night. Uh, but I'm so happy Bajan Robinson's not going to the Cowboys. Yes. I would have been terrified. I'm like, oh God, no, please. But yeah, but like the thing is like now that we're seeing those pickups, I love to see the matchups. And like, mm -hmm. for example, I, of course, I'm gonna go with my Eagles. Like they got Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. They're going up against like yeah. let's say a lineup of like Devin Witherspoon, Tariq Woolen, Benjamin St. Just, um, Emmanuel Forbes. Right. Stephon Gilmore, um, Trayvon Diggs. It's gonna be fun, man. The NFC East is still becoming the NFC Beast. It's, uh, it's NFC been the NFC South, Beast. NFC South suddenly looks like a pretty decent it's division. Decent, yeah. You got the Falcons making moves, you know, with getting Bijan Robinson. Uh, you got obviously the the Panthers with Bryce Young. You have the Bucks getting Kalaja Kansi. We need to see what the Saints do, but mm -hmm. it looks like a pretty decent division to see. Uh, obviously, who the, who's the quarterback for the Falcons? We have to see that. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. Heineke is playing backup now. Yeah. But oh, oh. Cowboys might be looking at Nolan Smith. Oh, God. No, with him and... Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Oh, oh, pick us in for the Vikings. Yeah, pick us in. Stetson Bennett, please be Stetson Bennett. Please be Stetson Bennett. Oh my God! So you have to say the Cowboys. Please, 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 please. 
Stetson Bennett or Hendon Hooker? Woosa, 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 woosa. And come on, make the call. Make oh, yeah. And after the Vikings, who is next? I am pulling it. Oh, Jags, right end. Jags, take Nolan Smith. <laughs> yes, please. Take Nolan Doug, Smith. Dougie <laughs> Pete loves Dougie Pete loves what guys. And okay, pick is in. And according to Bleacher Report, they're taking. You know who they're taking? Jordan Addison. Oh. They're projected to get Jordan Addison. Uh, I don't like them making logical moves. <laughs> it's not fun. But let's let's wait for the confirmation. There's always hope, my dear friend. Yes. Come on, bang the table with me. That's in Bennett. 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 Come on. You need to get like the voodoo doll, like you know, like you yeah. get the poke, 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 and all that. The Viking selection, it is Jordan Addison. Jordan no! Addison. Wide receiver from the Pac 12. They needed Ooh. a wide receiver. That's for sure. That is they true. They needed a wide receiver, but Addison there. I mean, here's the thing you know who could have needed Jordan Addison? The New York Giants. They need wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And they just stole it. Mm -hmm. So a little bit about um a little bit about Jordan Addison. He was originally with um he he, he originally joined um he was originally with Pitt, like being part of the Kenny Pickett system. And then he was a star what he won the Blitnikoff Tro Award for the nation's top wide receiver. Joining Antonio Bryant and and Larry Fitzgerald, first team press All American, first ranked All ACC. He tied for the FBS, seventeen receiving touchdowns, ranked sixth with hundred receptions. When he transferred, and I could talk all about that, but the big move when he transferred to USC, whoa, it, to play for up to the Jags selection. Oh, Jags. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me wrap this up quickly then. So yeah. then, with that case, like Jordan Addison had it stepped up because he was with a guy like Lincoln Riley, who can take an offense and like renovate. You saw what he did with OU. You saw what he did with USC. He was a Trojans' leading wide receiver, 59, 59 catches, eight hundred seventy-five yards, fourteen point eight um, yards per reception, eight touchdowns, also four rushes, thirty-three yards, eight point three rushing yards, um, and he missed. And despite missing three games due to injury, um, he has the speed, agility. He can work confidently in all three levels, but of course, the size and the catch strength. And he can work. It can. He can play slot. He can play outside. And his and it, and like the minute he the minute he makes his routes, he he in, his acceleration like increases, and he will make you miss if you cannot tackle him. You. It's nowhere to be found. Like, 
what but the only um but like you but the only problem that you'll have it like no no correction the only thing the thing he needs to work on is the one-on-one -on -one battles like especially with a lockdown corner like when you're having like coverage company besides him he can improve on that and i think with the vikings what this presents it gives off an ease for justin jefferson for the likes of justin jefferson and of course the legend in jalen rager kj osborne mm -hmm. and um of course a titan tj hawkinson and they don't like other than justin jefferson kj osborne and jalen rager that they don't have enough depth on wide receiver vikings fill fulfill that need and um i'll give it a a minus tops but now the biggest change is that the vikings no the giants are on the clock they traded up with the jaguars and the pick is in the pick they is could in could go dalton kincaid or yes they did trade or, or they, yeah yeah they did get darren waller oh they could go corner here i would not be joey porter jr right why they need wide receiver they need oh no i think no the giants have back to back what no they no no Created uh, the 25th overall, uh, the 25th pick for the 24th. So they moved oh, okay, up. Okay, no, I just refreshed it now. I just yeah, refreshed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So they need wide receiver, center, corner, linebacker, and defensive tackle. Mm -hmm. Joey Porter Jr. or your best available? Like, if I'm looking at best Joey Porter Jr. here. Or Dalton Kincaid, Miles Murphy. I mean, I guess they don't need Dalton Kincaid because they already, they traded for Darren Waller. Yeah. If I'm looking at best, let me look at best available wide receivers that they have that that's needed. Jonathan Mingo, Jalen Ring, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. I don't know about Jonathan Mingo, but Jalen Hyatt, yes. Uh, but those are all players that you would get in the later rounds. Yeah. Ooh, Will Levis. A backup QB. For uh, behind Daniel Jones, mm -hmm. if Daniel Jones isn't the answer, well, let's see who they have as a backup. Mm -hmm. Tyrod Taylor, dude, watch somebody come in at the thirty-second uh, or the thirty-first. No, pick imagine the weapon. Cowboys getting. <gasps> please, please, draft Will Levis so that you will have the two QB controversy with Dak Prescott and. <laughs> we have, no, we had the confirmation. The New York Giants have selected, um, they're selecting Deontay Banks. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> Stop <laughs> being so good at Damn it. <laughs> now you're just enjoying this. Uh, yeah. oh. Tell me about um, Deontay Banks. So he's very athletic, that's for sure. Um, if we take a look at his RAS score, Deontay Banks is at a perfect 10.0. Oh, my. So what does this mean for, for um, the listeners, for having a 10.0? So that basically means the RAS score is a statistic that was derived to compare combine grades across um, – Positions and across years. So as a cornerback, your athleticism is going to be different than the athleticism required for a linebacker. So how do you compare two cornerbacks across time? Well, that's what the relative athletic score 
is. It's a formula created by these people uh, to compare athletes and their pure athleticism based on combine grades like the NFL combine and their specific college pro days uh, uh, across time. So for Deontay Banks, he has a 9.99 or close to a 10.0 rating. And in this case, his 40-yard dash of 4.35 uh, seconds, 40, was 9.75 on the on their athletic score in terms right. of the time, And right? I have details about the Jag, the trade. The sure. Jags received the 24th overall pick. The Jags get the 25th. And they get a fifth-round pick, the 160th pick, and a seventh-round pick, 240. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think like with this, the the Jag, the Jags are getting a little bit more of late value, but I'd be very interested to see who they pick next. But let's just wait and get the confirmation. Yeah. So a little bit more on Deontay Banks, right? You have his uh he has a pretty decent size, like he's a pretty average size at you know six one, six two, close to two hundred pounds. Um, but it's really his agility and his insane down-the-field speed that's really going to help him purely as a boundary corner, right? He's going to be that X corner alongside that X wide receiver, tracking the ball down the field and showing really good ball skills, going up and getting the getting uh, you know, going up for that contested catch situations because of his pure athleticism, right? His jumping ability is 42 inches. His vertical is 42 inches, which is yep. at point nine zero it's confirmed Deontay Banks okay so Deontay Banks okay so yeah so he's really good as an outside defender um as a man coverage like a pure man-to-man player um and as a a decent run stop uh run stopper run stopper on the outside he's very good in press man coverage right given his athleticism given his uh, aggressive nature uh, oh, he- we have a trade. We okay. have a trade. The okay. Buffalo Bills have traded up to number 25 with the Jaguars. Oh. So they're moving ahead of Dallas. Could they get – uh, Who would they get here? Hmm. Who could this be? I think – you know what I'm thinking? They go Nolan Smith. Ooh. They need help on linebacker. Well, Edge. Huh? Edge, Edge. Edge, yeah. Because he's not really uh, your off uh, on on the ball linebacker. On ball linebacker. Yeah. Correction on that. Yeah. But yeah, they could go. I mean, but wide receiver. um, Offensive line, they could go guard. They could go Osiris Torrance here. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, they could go edge. They could go yeah. corner. They could go corner. With Joy Porter Jr. still there. Yep. I don't see them drafting a tight end because they already have Dawson Knox. Yeah. I mean, they could get someone like a, uh, a Luke Schoonmaker or Will Mallory in like the third or fourth round. Yeah, uh, uh, when you said like schoolmakers, like wait a minute, it's like okay, yeah, late rounds. That's as a, just as a tight end. Yeah. yeah. So like, if I'm looking at the Bills, like I was talking to a couple of Bills fans, like in Albany, New York, where I'm at, upstate is like Bills country. Mm-hmm. They definitely need help. They feel like they need help everywhere. That's what they say, especially in the line with um. Yeah. They do need offensive guard with with guard 
tackle, defensive tackle, wide receiver, linebacker. And oh. I'm thinking Osiris Torrance. Osiris Get the global guard. Help or, Josh or, Allen. Right. Or Anton Harrison. Oh, the Bills are taking Dalton Kincaid. Oh, Greer. wait, where are you getting this from? Albert Breer on, on, on Twitter. Oh my God! He goes. He goes in front of the Cowboys. Yes, I mean another receiving threat there. Like Dalton Kincaid is your. If this is true, if if this is true, mm -hmm. if this is true, so the oh Bills traded twenty seventh and one thirty for pick twenty five. That's not bad. And the pick is in. So let's see. Albert Breer has been right so far. Oh my God. Uh, Dude, but Nolan Smith. Yeah. If I'm the Eagles, I jump ahead of the Cowboys and get Nolan Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dalton Kincaid confirmed by Albert Breer on, on Bleacher. Mm. Bill, but let's confirm with the Bills. So, Dalton Kincaid, what do we know about the guy? Okay. So, let's talk about Mr. Dalton Kincaid, the best Dalton out there. Um, he is, he's a very good pass receiving, uh, tight end. Okay. He's, he has similar measurables and combine as Michael Mayer, uh, but he's a little bit faster on tape, especially with the ball in the hand. So, uh, in terms of like his yak ability, he's a lot more of a receiver threat than Michael Mayer, who is more of like an all round tight end, which is my number one tight end. Uh, but Dalton Kincaid lines mostly up uh, in the slot, mm -hmm. um, and as a um, as a, as a Z receiver, you know, opposite of you know your boundary guy on the other side of the field. Right. But Michael Meyer typically lines up as your big slot receiver because he, if you look at his measurables, uh, one yep, second, I'm look. pulling that up. Yeah. It, it's six foot four, 246 pounds. He ran a four seven one, so it's not that fast, but on tape, he is much faster. Yeah. Um, and then it's really his just, you know, very productive as a tight end. He's, he's a good pass catcher. Right. He, he's just a pure pass catcher, get in the zones, you know, line up in the, in the slot, uh, uh, slot receiver position. Um, you know, he can block a little bit but not as well as Michael Mayer or Darnell Washington, but he can block a little bit. So, like, my biggest comp for him is Mike Gesicki. So you have Dawson Knox, who is your, you know, kind of one. Mayer, uh, selection. Morris, Zach Davidson, it's going to be a battle for that. But, and I also, um, you know what NFL, um, compa the NFL.com compares him to? Zach Ertz. Okay. If you help him, right? See that. And, see and if that. he's helped, and, and of course, like, a more physical athletic brand of coverage – I think he's going to be getting a lot of that in the AFC. Right. And he's going to be lined up pretty much against, you know, your uh, smaller uh, linebackers or strong safeties, mm -hmm. with, which he can win the matchup on. Uh, Dawson. So red zone, which, you know, the Bills needed to work on, is going to get a significant uplift. Now. Definitely a huge increase. With with Dawson Knox already a huge red zone target, Dalton Kincaid is going to be there now, which is going to open up some lanes for Stefan Diggs, you know, on the outside. He doesn't have to worry so much about, like, double coverage because they're going to be worried about Dalton Kincaid, who can really clean up, uh, you know, 
uh, that over, like you said, uh, over, over middle of the field uh, zones. So really positive selection for the Bills who are looking like everybody in the AFC is just looking to load up on pass catchers. So, yeah, really good selection for them. Mm -hmm. Def I, and I think, like, what this does, um, I, like, of course, like, one thing he has, um, he has that, as you said, ball skills and sticky hands. You know what that helps? 50-50 balls. Mm -hmm. This is something that the, I mean, of course, like, the Bills are going to be needing help, a lot of help. But, oh, God, the Cowboys are on the clock. Hey, hey, but their Dalton is gone. Both their Daltons are gone now. Dude, Dalton they're going to take Dalton Smith. Smith. That's fine. That's fine. Watch them select. Okay, I'll be back. Hang on. Watch, watch them select Jack Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Oh, boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what a draft this has been. I mean, You've gotten some crazy selections so far. We just want to take a gander at the things that has happened so far. You obviously have Bryce Young. That was that was probably the the sanest selection by the Panthers. Then you have the whatever happened with the uh, Texans and the Cardinals. The Cardinals moved down, and the Texans got back to back C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. Um, and then, of course, Anthony Richardson went to the Colts. He's been mocked there a lot of times. Devin Witherspoon going to the Seahawks, which we thought were going to select Jalen Carter. Obviously, Jalen Carter somehow falling to the Eagles. They moved up one position from 10 to 9 to select Jalen Carter. Now that defensive line is fantastic. You know, Paris Johnson, the first offensive tackle, pure play, plug and, uh, pure plug and play left tackle for the Cardinals going at six. Bijan Robinson going in at eight. The first running back off the board. Uh, a fantastic piece for the Falcons there. Uh, it's going to really confuse defensive players, um, you know, especially in that power running scheme that, you know, Arthur Smith runs. Then you have Darnell Wright and you have the run on offensive tackles at six, 10, 11. And then you have at 14. And then somehow the Lions, after having a fantastic draft last year, picked Jameer Gibbs at 12 and Jack Campbell at 18. They could have selected them in the second round. I really didn't see that, like, when they needed someone like a Christian Gonzalez or they needed someone like uh, another edge or another defensive tackle like uh, Kalijah Kansi. I don't understand their draft. Lucas Van Ness, that's who I'd hoped for for the Packers. I knew they weren't going to draft someone like Brian Branch. They were not going to draft a wide receiver. The best they were going to draft is offensive tackle or edge. And in this case, the edge that I thought was going to be really good for them turns out to be there. So good selection for the Packers. And then Jets selecting Will McDonald. I mean, I guess the tackle run was over with the with the Steelers moving all the way up, uh, you know, three spots for, uh, from the uh, Patriots side to get, you know, Broderick Jones. And then you have Christian Gonzalez falling outside of the top 10 to the 17th overall selection, um, you know, where, uh, where the Patriots selected them. So, yeah. 
It's been a wild, wild draft. And then you have three, four straight uh, wide receivers selected at 20, 22, 23, 24. You know, you have, um, I'm sorry, uh, 20, 21, 22, 23. You have uh, the Seahawks getting JSN. You have Chargers getting Quentin Johnson. You have um, the Ravens getting Zay Flowers. And then you have the Vikings getting Jordan Madison. So, it's been a very interesting draft, crazier than people would have anticipated. Will Levis is still on the board for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to make it out of the first round? Is, is yeah. going Cowboys to are on the clock. Oh, yeah. God. Is, is he going to move in with the Chiefs pick right there and get the last pick of the... Um... Micah Parsons is like panicking right now. Come on. Come on, do something. Get 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 Michael Mayer, please. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <clears throat> they do need running back too. Get Charbonnet. Yes, please get Charbonnet. Oh my get god. Zach Charbonnet, Ezekiel Elliott replacement. Perfect. First round selection. Three running backs in the first round where we thought maybe one was going to get selected. Another year where the NFL draft just makes no sense whatsoever. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Should I go and look at Albert Breer's stat thing or not? So, regarding the Jets, Rick Semini um, was saying that with the McDonald Will McDonald selection, they really strengthened. They bol- bolstered a strength instead of a weakness, which was offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, screwed by New England, who so uh, traded with the Steelers out uh, so that the Steelers could draft. You know, Broderick Jones, who really screwed the Jets. Pick us in. Pick us yeah. in for the Cowboys. And then you know, McDonald probably would have been there a few spots later, but there was no trade scenarios that made sense for them so yeah that's that explains the will mcdonald situation also with the dalton kincaid right so bills were looking for a replacement for cole beasley slot wide receiver that's why josh downs was there but when dalton kincaid was still on the board why not just to get dalton kincaid who's a big slot like wide receiver so that's why they got that Ooh, Andrew Siciliano said, don't see a lot of smiles in the Cowboys draft room. That's how we like them. No, it means they may have selected a really good player or. Please, please pick somebody that's the Cole Strange of this draft. Or Tyler Smith. Yes, or Tyler Smith. Pick, pick. You know who they need to pick? Damn it! Who they got? Who they get? Dove Kleiman. The Cowboys are selecting Nolan Smith. Uh, Damn it! Uh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, dang. Well, that's gonna be fun. Georgia teammate versus Georgia teammate. Oh, there we go. Yo, yo, what's up? What's what up? Is we have Pete Nathan, a, a a really great contributor from Fourth and John. How you doing, my man? 
Hey, good. How you guys doing today? What do y'all think right, about yeah. these picks, man? I just got home. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's been changed. Right now, the Cowboys are currently on the clock. Cowboys on the clock? Okay. Cowboys are on the clock, and the pick is in. Okay, okay. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. I just... So, I want to get your reaction. How was that Jalen Carter pick? Dude. That was so good. Like, I didn't expect that. Oh, no, I correction. The Cowboys did not get Nolan okay. Smith. They got okay. Monty Smith. <laughs> what? Hey, we can still get Nolan. Is Nolan still available? Yeah, Nolan Smith is still, still available. I think he might be selected by the Jacks. I would not be surprised by Jacks. So, Mozzie Smith, I had him as a late, like a second or a third day pick. Holy shit. He's like a third rounder. He's a third rounder. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, again, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by the great Pete Nathan, uh, great contributor, fourth and John, a thumbnail speaking like myself, a better, a better speaker than me. Cause I'm like way, I'm a way beginner. He's I don't, I don't know if that's accurate, bro. It, I don't know he's from so, uh, and from, I'm guessing from SoCal. Uh, no, no, Northern California, like no, closer Northern to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, man. So yeah. again, welcome to, welcome to NFL Masala. Welcome to NFL Masala. You are one of our first guests for 2023. Awesome. Awesome. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me guys. You know, um, yeah, man, let's, uh, what do you guys think about your picks? Uh, I know you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Like, what do you think about the, the pick you guys made? Yeah, so, you know, Lucas Van Ness, that's who I had predicted. Um, because the Packers really don't draft, uh, obviously, uh, offensive uh, personnel in the first round, unless they're a tackle. They don't really draft non-athletic DBs, which is what Brian Branch would have been. So, right. obviously, the best selection for them would have been offensive tackle or edge. And in this scenario, edge is a weaker weakness than offensive tackle because yeah. you had the loss of Rashawn Gary and then we just had no pass rush at all and it always helps like the Eagles getting one more pass rusher it always helps to have more pass rushers so I oh, love yeah. the collection of Lucas Van Ness yeah I just can't believe how you guys lucked into getting freaking Jalen Carter what is this <laughs> dude that that's like I didn't even expect that to even happen like when I watched it I yeah. had this had the draft on that while I was working. I was like, "What, Jalen Carter? He's still there?" Like, that's I was so surprised. Yeah, and um, let me get onto Mozzie Smith really quickly. Um, I thought the Cowboys would go Nolan Smith. He was available, but the but they get like Mozzie Smith in this case. Um, so a little bit about him. Well, defensive. He, he's a he's an interior D line from from Michigan. He um. Basically, um, four-star, top 50 recruit at, at back in Michigan. But, like, um, he was <clears> – and a little bit about a little bit about Mozzie Smith. First team, all Big Ten pick in 2022. Um, 48 tackles, 2.5 for loss in 14 starts. Um, he does have um, – he may be a physical and athletic player comparison – uh, like if you were to compare him to um to uh, to an NFL player, it'd be Don Terry Poe, but he needs oh. but 
more consistency is what requires um, Smith's um, bund of size and quickness is very rare. He can punch and control base. He's really good at uh, most likely he's more of a big of a blade of a of a of a day two pick, but the issue that but um some of the 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 areas of concern that he needs to focus on, um the motor runs out of gas when tempo heats up. So basically, he's it's very slow to movement and it gets him sealed immediately. So he can so and um when he was with the Michigan in that Michigan against Iowa. He struggled against the Iowa zone scheme attack. So many passing downs as a pro, you're basically going to be needing him as a run defender. So I don't know about this Mozzie Smith pick. Um, I thought they would go Nolan Smith because he is still available on the big board. Like, I am shocked. I guess they, they're kind of short on, on, uh, on like, uh, interior defensive players. Right. It, it makes sense for this pick, but it just uh... – yeah, I don't get this either because you have it's better a count. Late, it's a late right. pick. Right. Right. Because right. you're going to move back and pick him tomorrow. You're going to pick him tomorrow. I don't get that move. And and I understand that they were trying to look for a tight end, but the Cowboys jumped. No, but the Bills jumped over the Cowboys to get right. their tight end. And they got a. And I think they got a good backup in Dalton Kincaid to help out with Dawson Knox. Yeah. Comparison right. with Zach Ertz. And credit to the Bills. They did something right. They gave more targets to Josh Allen. We, we did that in 2018. Oh, yeah. Cowboys. Oh, gang, Dallas Goddard, baby. Love it. Yeah, that, oh. that, that, that Akers speech is epic, man. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, David Akers, God, God bless him, man. And the ja And according to Bleacher Report, we have a pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are getting offensive tackle Anton Harrison, 6'4", 315 pounds, okay. um, ran a 4.98 on the 40-yard um, dash from the combine. Offensive tackle from OU. This is what Michael Silver is confirming. Um, but as of now, like while we wait on um, – uh, while, we, while we wait for the actual confirmation, what are your thoughts on Anton Harrison? I think I think that's uh, that's the pick for them. Like you know, um, they needed a tackle, and uh, you know, um, and Doug liked those big big tackles. You know, when he was here, we had Brandon Brooks and you know um, Isaac Samalu and um, you know Halapulivari Waitai. That's all like Doug influence. So, mm -hmm. um, so Anton Harris is a big dude. So I I, I get the pick. I think I think yeah. it's a but, it's a solid pick. It's a solid pick. Like they, they need players like like Anton Smith because you know the at end of the day the they want to protect Trevor Lawrence, right? So you know if they 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 know it's their their guy. So I, I I like the pick. I think it's good. Yeah, definitely. And um, looking, uh, I mean, looking at him, his um, best draft comparison is Deion Dawkins. Tackle with good size and length. Um, I and I understand like he does play a little bit of guard, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know if he's played guard, but um, definitely he is. Um, and like when he's uncovered, he will be able to like help with an extra blocker as an extra blocker. Fluidity when climbing against linebackers. Activate hands to discard those some like the interior defensive. So when they're trying to punch through, he can definitely yeah. block. Um, yeah. I think the only thing that he'll need yeah. to focus on is, is like his basically like athletic 
is I think his size limitations could be a bit of a concern. Um, yeah. And when he's beaten from the pass rush, he, he gets beaten on that. Right. But definitely um, the Jags needed a needed to protect Trevor Lawrence to get a good pick. And Will Levis is still on the board. Could, yeah, I mean, that, that's like the correct assumption. I mean, uh, like from all the teams not, not picking Will Levis now. Like, in, like, you know, people expecting him to go top 10, right? Right. And everyone is saying uh, top 10 or like late. And late, right late. now, the, yeah. Okay. No, no, um, you were saying? No, um, like Will Levis is, uh, is somebody that you could probably get like tomorrow or like around like day three because he's like a developmental quarterback. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. if your assessment is correct, like that's that's what it should be. Like he's he's not going to start day one. So why would you pick him today or right. like tomorrow? Right. So I think maybe it's like the Jags are like definitely um, trying to add for more depth in the in their uh, offensive line. I know that they had. Um, the, oh, recently, Cam Robinson was suspended um, and they recently signed some. And I don't know who they signed. Um but uh, there was a, but there was something on the news about that. So probably the reason why they picked Anton Harrison is, of course, to to um, to um, and so wait, not only that, um, they lost Juwan Taylor on a trade to the cow to the Chiefs. Then Cam Robinson, their left tackle, is suspended. So probably why they're getting Anton Harrison as an offensive tackle to like help to bring to probably add in more depth for the left tackle side, and um, and. And that's probably the logic that Doug Peterson and um, Trent Baalke went with. So that could be the pick. I mean, this it could really help in, in the long term. It could. And also he can play guard, I think, because he's 6'4", yeah. 315, right? So he can yeah. uh, he, they can easily slide him into like an athletic guard. Like, you know, he's not going to be those big maulers, but like he's going to be somebody cool and, you know, in the run game and all that. So it's, right. it's a, a decent pick, and Doug will know what to do with him. Yep. And now with this, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock at pick number 28. Two more picks until the Eagles get there. 29 is New Orleans. Number 30 is Philly. Now, if I'm the Bengals and I'm looking at their um, needs, they need corner, they need tight end, they need running back, they need safety, they need guard. They, and I think based please on... Please don't pick Nolan Smith, please. If they <laughs> for us, if, man. come on. If, they can, if if the Eagles manage to get Nolan Smith getting back to back Georgia linemen, it's like boom, we get it. And if, we have the confirmation. Miles Murphy. They get Miles Murphy, defensive end okay. from Clemson. Decent player. Decent play. It's a good player, but Miles Murphy yeah. dropping that low. Um I thought they would have gone with Brian Branch. I thought I don't no, no Nolan Smith was available too. So Anna, you missed a couple of moves. So um the the Jacksonville Jaguars they selected um Anton Harrison, I believe. They, they selected Anton Harrison and okay. now Bengals getting Miles Murphy. What do you think about this? I don't like the selection. I mean, I know they like edge, but they needed safety and they needed tight end when you right. have Someone like uh, when you have someone like a Brian Branch there who can play both uh, strong safety and nickel corner, kind of like Minka Fitzpatrick. Who, or Chelsea Gardner-Johnson. 
or or yeah or cj dj or and then you have michael meyer like could you imagine that bengal's offense with jamar chase and uh uh t higgins and michael meyer and tyler boyd as running back tyler boyd Irv Smith Jr. as your sixth receiving option. Like, that would have been fantastic, especially in a draft where all a lot of AFC teams are going for an extra offensive weapon. Why not go for Michael Meyer? I mean, you saw the Bills who got, like, a uh, Dalton Kincaid. So I really don't like this selection. I, I don't know. I just don't like this selection. It's like getting it's like the it's like the Cowboys getting Mozzie Smith of all people. Mozzie Smith though, Mozzie Smith is yeah. a pretty decent interior defensive line. He's a, yeah, he's basically like your typical run stopper, but he would be better off as a day two pick. If the Cowboys got him as a day two, they had Nolan Smith right in front of them. They also but had they Michael Mayer. They didn't need Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith plays more like the Michael Parsons role, and they needed an interior yeah. D lineman. I thought they would go with Brian Brzee, who is more athletic than Mozzie Smith. And oh, he's still available to more talented as well. Uh, yeah. but they didn't. It's the Cowboys did the Cowboys thing, so we're happy about that. That's what we're happy. No, about. I'm gonna quote Stephen A. Smith on this one. What can go wrong will we'll we'll go, go wrong. wrong. <laughs> That's the truth about the Cowboys. Exactly. That shit has never changed and never will. Yep. <laughs> this is what they do. Yep. All right. Now the New Orleans Saints are on the clock. They need they need defensive tackle. They right. need defensive end. They need tight end. They need wide receiver. They need offensive guard. And what well, my boy Pete! He's live. I finally figured my camera out. Like it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. What's going on with the camera? Yeah. Oh no, we have the the what is it? The background effects going on. Yep. Y'all got the background right. effects, huh? Yeah. This is my first time joining in on um uh, hangouts, man. Like, oh, this is cool. Oh yeah. 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 Streamyard or like uh, Skype. I mean, I mean not Skype. Like, I'm showing my age right now with Skype. Um, <laughs> Zoom. Zoom is what we're right, using. Right, you're good, man. You're good. But right. yeah, so with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh no, no, uh, New Orleans Saints. They're currently New on Orleans the clock. Saints, the yeah. Eagles are next. Wait, how so, did they get a first round pick? They had a first round pick? New Orleans? New Orleans has, has a yeah, first round so pick. They got that from the Broncos with the Sean Payton thing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. okay. I was like, I thought we had their first round pick. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you guys do. We still have yeah. that first round pick. Yeah. Hey, my, my girlfriend's a New Orleans fan, man. She's from New Orleans. Oh, oh yeah. And then um, oh, and I don't know if you heard about this, but there but um there was a trade between the Eagles and the Cardinals because um of some kind of tampering investigation that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh that's right. That's right. That's right. We uh we might lose some picks next year, maybe, huh? No, I no, we uh, we traded a third, the 94th pick and the sixth. And, and right. we traded 94 and um and an, and a, and a sixth for an for a third for like to go up to go up a third. Right. So we have 62 and 66 now, right? So um let me look at what the current what the Eagles currently have um according to draft on um for that. What do we get for Jalen Carter? 
so for Jalen Carter, we gave up a um, we gave up a, we, we gave we switched spots with the um, the Bears with, 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 with the Bears, and we gave up a 2024 fourth round pick. 2024 or 2023? I, I think it's 2024. 2024. Also, we switched first round with first rounds with the Bears. No, 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 fourth yeah. round picks. Like you, oh, fourth, fourth round, fourth round picks oh. for next year. Yeah. So yeah. we have the 31st oh. pick. Um, we we have the upcoming pick, and then we have a second round. We have a third round, and we have two sevens. I think in this spot, I could see the Eagles trading back on the this pick. To acquire more no, picks they, in the later, they, they will do something like that. So they get get more picks. That's that's how we move, you know. All day. That's gonna be a how we move. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he's for got his career, the Saints are taking Brian Brzee. What? Yeah, they're taking D lineman Brian Brzee. Are you serious? So, so that's that's to be expected for them because they just lost a, a really good interior defensive lineman in Sheldon Rankins, I believe. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, in the 2021 draft, like, I know when Eagle Scout was mad because we took Milton Williams over Contavious Street, and look how Williams turned out. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Contavious. Oh, it wasn't Contavious Street. Oh, it was a Lee McNeil. It was a Lee McNeil from the Lions. Oh, that's who Tom Donahoe wanted because he's a bigger attack, so that's why he was mad. But, uh, Milton Williams is the man. No, Milton Williams has took it took a huge step in this one, and but man, yeah. yeah. Now the Saints, yeah, Saints is confirmed. It is going to be Brian Brzee. You are right. on, you're spot on on. Yeah. He's solid. Oh. He's solid. Mm -hmm. he, solid, solid pick for New Orleans. Yeah. All right, they so ain't gonna be good for a while though. Yeah, he's he's very athletic. So you do have that. He has a nine point five eight res. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Even at so he he's six foot six, weighs three hundred pounds, but still ran a four eight six. He's, he's gonna weigh uh, six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds by the time uh, he's done with the Saints yeah. in like a couple <laughs> of years. You know, you know yeah. like good New Orleans food. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, ben, get all the beignets, beignets and po' boys and go oh, yeah. and you know also good Eagles eating New Orleans. Eagles are on the clock. Oh, dude, okay. They are on the clock. You guys can still Noah get Smith, Brian Brant. Noah, Noah, Noah Smith or Brian Branch. Nolan Smith or Brian Branch. Oh, shit. Nolan Smith. Right? Oh, yeah, I mean, I would love Brian Branch, too. We, did talk. we need safety more than edge, though, right? We would. I think that's true. You know, like, we don't need safety more than edge. Right, but. But like, uh, but like, with the with the safety depth that the Eagles have with Tr with um Tr Terrell Edmonds and Reed Blankenship, you could technically grab a safety in the later rounds, like Sidney Brown or um or like JL Skinner. When you could draft Brian Branch, that's what I'm yeah. Thinking. I am. You know what? I am going to wishfully think, pray for Brian Branch. If we can get if you get Noel Smith, I'll be okay with it. But Eagles better figure a way how to get those extra picks. Now, if it means trading Quez Watkins to some unknown team that needs a wide receiver, give it to us. Give it to us, man. Quez, you want to go somewhere? <laughs> <laughs>
That's what I'd be like. Shit. We did the same thing with Jalen. No, on the last year, I did the same thing. Like, get Jalen Rager out of here. Wishful oh, thinking. It, it worked. Yep. It did. Shit. All right. Now. How much time we got? We have at least five. We have like five minutes from like six minutes remaining. Oh, shit. And Man. I think with it, with this um, draft cast, yeah, either Nolan Smith or Brian or Brian Branch, I will be happy with the pick. You also and have Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. is still available. Yeah. Hey, he can play safety too. Just move him to safety, and yeah, and, and just let Sean decide work out the rest. Because he was able to. Because if if Sean decide what was able to pull it off uh, with Tariq Wool developing Tariq Woolen and Cody Bryant in that Seahawks defense. Yeah. I think he could pull the I think he could do the same thing. But I wanted to get your reaction on this, um Pete. What was your thought when the Seahawks Seahawks took Devin Witherspoon at number five? Dude, that we that happened in our last draft, didn't it? That like no, I think like when we Seahawks did a mock draft, I think it was something like I didn't right. think like I was I thought like I saw Witherspoon go early, but not like yeah. around like seven or eight. Not that early. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a head catching moment for me because they got their corner set. Like, I mean, like, yeah. what are you gonna do with Witherspoon? Are you trying to get him at safety or because like a Jalen Carter is still sitting there and they could have right. used a Jalen oh. Carter? So I guess what they're trying to do is Tariq Woolen is like your uh deep threat boundary protector. Yeah, Devin Witherspoon is going to be your Z, uh, the the guy opposite your Z receiver, the or okay. the guy I'm inside dying. because he hits hard, right? right? His size is not that great, so I don't think he's going to be the slot corner, but I guess he's going to be the one opposite. So if you were to oh. think at like how the Packers do it, you have Eric Stokes who lines up sometimes at the X position, so opposite your yeah. your fastest wide receiver. And then you have Jair who moves around in between slot and Z. So you, the Seahawks could do something similar to that. I see. Okay. 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 That makes sense. But I don't know if it makes sense to pick him at fifth overall. Like that's or like you know or over Jalen Carter, which they need defensive line help. Right. Like they need defensive line help more than they need corners or DBs. Man, I I really wish there's nothing on Jalen Carter. Like you know, like. Anything criminally incriminating, like you know, legal matters. Yeah, like I hope we'll yeah. work on this because if not, that's that tenth round, that tenth pick is a waste. At least you guys have uh, his mentors in Jordan Davis and Nakobe Dean, and, yeah. and plus even better, you got like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, and right. I think like I think in this like case, for now, I mean, for the first two years, I mean, they're gone by twenty twenty four. So Jalen yeah. Carter's like you he's gonna tell me right there. You guys would like putting him on check too, because oh, yeah. he's a little hothead. He's a hothead for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I think we'll temper them down. And uh, and oh, um, how he's talking on the phone. Oh my god! Oh, I think I think I see a trade back. I think it's gonna be a trade back. Probably with a QB needy team because Will Levis is still there. You saw a, you saw the Ravens are you up into the back? I, I see them talking on the I phone. Think, I think it might be a trade. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my don't goodness. tell me. Oh, yes. I'm don't... watching the bleacher report. The I'm watching side there. by side. Oh, the pick is in. Oh god. Okay. Oh hey, they, they're real happy about it, man. I don't know who this is though. Oh 
Oh, could this be it? Could this be it? Oh my god, like I'm seeing this like on Bleacher Report live stream. They're saying Nolan Smith. They're saying Nolan Smith. Oh my god. It, no, let this no, I gotta see, I gotta confirm this one. Hey, don't Eagles select me, Nolan Smith. Eagles what? select Nolan Smith. <laughs> Let's go. Philadelphia Bulldogs, baby. Oh e shit. A Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter. E-S Eagles. Eagles. That's what's up, man. Oh, my God. Dude, look at Micah Parsons. Watch the – um. Watch the mock, watch the Bleacher Report live reaction show. Mike AJ Brown is like clowning Micah Parsons right now. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It kids in. <laughs> hey, my, my, mine's kind of late. It still yeah. says pick is in. Pick is in, and you I'm just that. checking with Dove Climbing. Like I'm just gonna confirm if this is the pick. Oh my God! They, it, 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 it is the pick, right? I think, like, that's what I've seen. Like, that's what Albert Shears posted on Twitter. I'm gonna wait for the confirmation on this one. If you got yeah, Jalen Carter on, chill, celebrate. Oh my! Hey, Anna, you doing okay, my man? I. <laughs> happened? Yeah, hang in there, bro. You know, we've been there. We've been where you've been. Like, we've been there. Hang in there. You know, the good times will come. Y'all had, you know, y'all had Aaron Rodgers for like so long, you know? Yeah. I actually want to ask you about that too. Um, but let me see. Let me see what these guys pick first. Definitely. Pick us in, and they're saying. Wait for the confirmation. Yeah, it has to be Nolan Smith. Uh, uh, Jason Kelsey's mom's over there. Oh, yeah. Donna Kelsey. Her jersey's in the Hall of Fame. Already? Yeah, Shit. already. With the Chiefs, with that Chiefs-Eagles thing. Jeff McLean confirmed it. Eagles select Nolan Smith Not for yet, pick dude. number 30. <sighs> All right. I, I I don't know if I could ask Siri to play It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube because right now, you know, I have this thing about Thursdays being good luck days. This happened Not for last the year. Like lately, maybe. Yeah. I I mean, my God. <laughs> Anand, it's not too late. And ESPN is ESPN. What are is they it? saying? They are confirming Nolan Smith. They confirmed Nolan Smith, and Donna Kelsey's the one making the pick. I think it looks like it. Oh yeah, because the Chiefs is next, so she's probably. Oh Smith. yeah, it's Nolan Smith. Yeah. Oh Nolan Smith. my God! <laughs> All right, Yo, I gotta we, give to my. dominated this draft, man. I got to give it to my boy. So, Pete, tell us about Nolan Smith, baby. What what you, do the Eagles get Nolan Smith? So, you you know you got a guy named Hassan Reddick. You get yep. a better version of him. 
you get the mm -hmm. better version of him with a better bend and the athletic ability now that you got um you got your interior guys with fletcher cox you know um what's his name um jalen carter and even now now is the perfect time to like put in a guy like jordan davis and then nicobe dean can like monitor the whole backside you know what I'm saying and nolan smith you know he's coming for that ass brother that's what's gonna happen for the quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? He's coming for that ass. <laughs> I think you can finally defeat the Chiefs O-line now. You no, have one finally. more. Pass I hope left. so. I hope so. <laughs> and who would have thought so. Donna Kelsey made the pick? Donna yeah. Kelsey announced the pick on live TV right now. Donna Kelsey, you are a legend. Like, you, oh you my got, god. You got to teach him. You got BG to teach you all this stuff too. And and then you got Fletcher Cox. I mean, you got some mentoring the first year, man. You know, you got Nolan Smith. Like, Nolan Smith is what, 21 years old, right? Like, he's young. He's young. And he was a cat. And the thing is, he was a captain of that Georgia. He was, he was, he and the Kobe Dean were one of those captains for that Georgia defense. You know what? Like, I think a, a generation like older players are like leaving and we mm -hmm. haven't coming in and like this generation is just going to build their own culture and they're going to fit that right in and with Jalen's leadership yeah we can go far dude like this you might you can be for a long time i oh, think yeah. if all of this works out all of this works guys, i think you guys just drafted another version of the mean green fighting machine like oh, that the gang i think the original eagles gangrene gang gangrene yeah this is like the younger oh, this could yeah. possibly become that yeah and and basically and if you want and if you want to talk about all the stats he started the first eight games of the of that that 2022 title march um 18 tackles seven for loss three sacks before he suffered that torn pectoral muscle so health is something to keep an eye out for but hopefully with the right eagle staff and here's the thing the eagles defense the eagles d-line is it works through rotation so you could basically put brandon graham hassan reddick and then you can either rotate, maybe put milk, maybe put in Josh Sweat and Nolan Smith. And I cannot wait to see what kind of scheme Sean Desai runs. He could probably add Nolan Smith uh, probably as an edge, maybe go edge, pull him off as a linebacker. Sean Having him paired with Nicole, so much fun with Oh these my guys. God. I, I think you guys are hitting 80 sacks. I think you guys are hitting 80 sacks this year. And that's for sure. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? And, they can always bring back Adama Kinsu. So you have that. two mentors. You got you got Fletcher Cox and Madame Kinsu because you know he hasn't signed anywhere yet, and he can come oh, back yeah. for you know another year. So, but like, and we'll take oh it, man. We'll God. take it. I don't know what's gonna happen later on tomorrow and day after, but this is a win right here, dude. This like, I if we like, get bad players. I think like at the end of this, like right now, care. AJ is fine. <laughs> no but like i think right but so like the funny thing as i'm watching side by side on the bleacher report one aj brown was like just tossing some hanker some like tissues for micah parsons who's sitting alive and watching this. not really uh, <laughs> oh my god i yeah it is hilarious yeah, yeah, Michael Parsons looks dead. He just <laughs> looks dead. He's like, I can't believe this right now. Yeah. And oh God, here come the Chiefs. This it was a game that we should have won, but goddamn Yannon. This one's gonna hurt. 
But Chiefs get Michael Myers. What Who do they get? Chiefs are on the clock now. Could they get Michael Meyer to replace Travis Kelsey? Because he's also they do need they need a backup tight end. They need wide receiver because yeah. Corvette Corvette left for Patriots. Right. Um, defensive end. They need D tackle and an offensive tackle. So best available. Yeah, Michael Mayer is the only remaining tight end. You add him to that Chiefs defense. Patrick Mahomes is gonna have a, is gonna have a field day. Could you also imagine them with Darnell Washington? I don't want that to happen. Oh, no. God, no. God, I don't no. want that. To, I need Darnell yeah. Washington for the Packers. Please. You could have drafted him in the first round if you yeah, if you took that risk, to but. No, that's too yeah. risky. Yeah. They, they got Ma Michael Mayer, really? No. No, I don't, Michael, I don't know. The, I mean, Ma they could. They could. Oh, they could. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, the well, they can get Darnell Washington, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, they could That'll get Darrell Washington. That, oh my god! That yeah, but let's see if Nolan Smith can tackle that guy down, or hell, put Jalen Carter on Darnell Washington. I yeah. dare you, Tease. I dare you. I think this. I I, I think so. Uh, I think like the um the Super Bowl salt is coming through. Mm -hmm. Be mm -hmm. ready for that. Very much so. Yep. I still they have. I go Steve Avila as um. Oh, they could do that. Or I actually know oh, they yeah. need pick is in. Pick is in. Is Osiris picked yet? Pick is in. No, he's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you go Dewad Jones, who's like a massive oh Jones. As a right tackle. Felix under DK Ozoma is still available. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey Porter a, Jr. Where did Gonzo go? Who? Oh, Christian Gonzalez? Gonzalez? Oh, he went to the yeah. Patriots. 17. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That's that's a good pick by them. Yeah. That's a good pick. Um he he fell down so much. Thank God the Lions didn't draft him. Oh, the the Lions, I am very what are thinking about Jameer Gibbs, dude. Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell. That was a reach. No. What's even more crazy, the Cardinals trading that, that that third pick to the Texans, and they were able to grab Will Anderson. I think uh and the and yeah, pick is in still waiting on that, but like right yeah. now, Micah Parsons is like right now trying to defend his thing, and like AJ Brown is like bringing the salt, baby. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Micah Parsons, Mike. I'm going to Micah Parsons, on behalf of the Philadelphia Eagles, if you want to redeem yourself, if you want to be the most pure athlete, like be cleansed of all your sins, there's a city up north waiting for you, man. It's a city of brotherly love. Oh, we have a pick. The, Joey Porter, huh? No, the Kansas City Chiefs are selecting defensive end Felix and, uh, um, and DK Uzoma. Ooh, okay. They're okay. selecting. Oh. This the selecting the Kansas State ed, um defensive end, 6'3, 255 pounds, arm length 33 and a half inches. All right, so Anand, how is Andy Uzoma? So he is a very athletic, like pure edge rusher. Uh he's like six foot three, 255. So he's your typical pure edge rusher out there. Um, but the, the one thing with him is that 
he's not always the first player off the snap, even though he's very um, athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does have strength. But <clears throat> it doesn't really lead uh, to, you know... So he's not very good uh, at, uh, against double teams. So he he gets very, uh, he gets taken out with double teams. In terms of run defense, he gets taken out uh, with like limited vision, and sometimes he has poor uh, angles. But his strength is that he's very he's a very good bull rusher. Okay, he also has the flexibility to loop inside and outside, and that's where his prowess is. He's not like a speed rusher. But he's very athletic. Okay. Let's just check his. Um, yeah, his, pulling up his um, Aria score. So somebody they can pair pair with like Chris Jones, right? Yeah, yeah. Jones, something like that because they really Frank Clark. Right, Chris. So he's basically kind of like your Fla- uh, Frank Clark replacement. They yeah. released Frank Clark. Nice. They got him he's with the- Felix Anadike Uzoma. Right. Who's kind of the similar like wavelength too. Who's six foot three, two fifty five? If we take a look at what Frank Clark was, mm-hmm. I think he's around the same as well. Right, and um, and also, it, it, like I believe, and, and looking at his stats from like for um, as he was Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year honors, third team Associated AP Press All American. He led. He had team highs of eleven tackles for a loss, eight point five sacks, among forty six total stops. Um, right. In 14 starts, he was a finalist for the Ted Hendricks Award and the Lot Impact Trophy for integrity, maturity, performance. So he's like a well-rounded character. It's something that Kansas City would like. Mm-hmm. The, um, and 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 also he had he appeared to tie the and I believe um, last year I think he appeared to tie an NCAA record with six sacks against TCU. But the but the NCAA um, rule that fumbles he forced on two of those would be sacks when past the line of scrimmage, Ooh. making those plays rush plays instead of pass plays. But he's an effective pass rusher. Um, he needs to he needs to work he needs to work on the run defense. Right. So he's so he's not your uh, edge setter, right? He is your basically five tech, you know, attack in the C gap type of right. pass rusher. Typically in the third down pass rush schemes, mm-hmm. and you know that Steve Spagnuolo loves to blitz. So oh, that's Steve Spagnuolo. Third down passing situations, he's going to be very effective there with Chris Jones, and then you have obviously uh, who did they select? They also selected uh, the Greek freak last year, uh, George Karloftis. George Karloftis. Karloftis. Yeah, Karloftis. Yeah, yeah. So he's a good complementary piece there. All right, and with this. Day one of the 2023 NFL draft is over. So let us do a quick recap. And I am joined by my co-host Anand and my and our special guest Pete Nathan of the Pete Nathan Show and a contributor of Fourth and John. All right. Yeah. And with this, let's do a quick recap. So number one, the number one, the Carolina Panthers select the obvious choice, Bryce Young. Right. Number two. You have the um, one second, one second, ladies and gentlemen. Number two, we have CJ Stroud going to the Texans. They select, they don't select Anthony Richardson, they select, they keep it normal with CJ Stroud. And then the madness or the masala moments begin. You have a trade between the card, we have a trade, and the Texans and the Cardinals, they get 
the defensive they get def uh, defensive end outside linebacker and Will Anderson. Number four, the Colts select the pro they select the um Anthony Richardson, who will be the future Jalen Hurts, according to Shane, um, based on Shane Steichen. And then just when you thought things were gonna get really, really crazy, the Seahawks fooled us all by selecting Devin Witherspoon as a corner. And then number six, the Cardinals select Paris Johnson, offensive tackle. Then, then on seven, Tyree Wilson from Texas, from my Texas Tech University. He goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Where he, and side note, wherever you go, Tyler Wilson, I'll support you guys. Reckon Tech. Um, then Bijan Robinson goes to number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. This is a very interesting move. And then just when you thought all things. And then, and then number nine, the trade that shocked everyone between the Chicago Bears and Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, we select that boy, Jalen Carter. And then, Jalen Carter, baby. And then number 10, Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, goes to the Chicago Bears. So, what were your craziest picks so far? Let's start with um, Anand on this one. All right. Craziest picks, obviously, it's got to be Lions going with Jameer Gibbs. I mean, I get Bijan Robinson going to the Falcons at eight because he's such a supreme talent. Uh, you know, he he's the ultimate running back. He's not just a running back; he's a pass catcher. He's a pass blocker. He's a he's a freak. So I get that, right? But Jameer Gibbs, I mean, you already have DeAndre Swift. You have a good offensive core. You can get Jameer Gibbs later on in uh, in the top of the second round even. I don't get why you select someone, uh, a running back in the top 15, when you could have gotten Christian Gonzalez or you could have gotten Kalijah Kansi or an edge or an offensive lineman, which they don't really need, but another corner. Like, they needed corner and defensive linemen. And in the first round, they didn't do either. They got Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell. I... I don't understand it. So that along with, you know, um, along with the Jets selecting Will McDonald, I thought that there were better edge rushers out there for them, especially like Nolan Smith, if they wanted Miles Murphy, right? Miles Murphy too. Uh, but they could have gotten that position there or they yeah. could have traded down. Um, you know, or they could have gotten Kalijah Kansi, which I thought was a better fit there because they needed some more help in the interior off interior defensive line. Kalijah Kansi would have been a perfect fit for uh, Quinn and Williams, who's your typical like nose tackle esque player. Uh, Kalijah Kansi would have been that other, you know, um, defensive end player. So really, the Lions and the Jets selection was perplexing. Yeah. So what about you, Pete? What was the most crazy? What was um, some of your cra the craziest picks that you've seen? Man, the craziest pick for me was like let's say like the first round of the first top ten, right? Uh, would be um, Anthony Richardson to uh, to the Colts. I don't I don't know if he's worth fourth overall. Like I, I had him more like after after ten. Oh, okay. Right? Wow. Okay. He's, He's got the athletic measurables and all that, but I don't know if he's you're ready to crown him as your franchise QB. So, um, you know, I got a guy in this draft 
he's still there. He's probably going to be there tomorrow, going to get picked. Um, you know, he did have an, have an injury, but, like, I think he will have a similar path to Hurts. Uh, yeah, the guy referred to so, um, so, Anthony Richardson, top 10, and then, like, the Devin Witherspoon kind of surprised me. The Seahawks, you know, they didn't go for Jalen Carter. They got Devin Witherspoon. That's, that was kind of shocking. And then um, – and then the Falcons at uh, eight got Bijan Robinson uh, when they have other pressing needs. So I didn't get that pick either. Um, and then the Cowboys all the way to 26 <laughs> got Mozzie Smith. Somebody you could have got tomorrow, you know, in the second round or the third round. You know, you could have traded up for him in the second round if you liked him that much. Yeah. And you could have got Mozzie Smith. I know he's a solid player. Uh, he's gonna be definitely um, coming handy for them, but like you don't need him right this minute um, in the first round, right? And the same thing with uh, the Lions getting uh, Jameer Gibbs, um, especially Dan Campbell coming from New Orleans. You know, used to be the tight ends coach over there, and mm-hmm. they had Alvin. Kamara. So, um, and a lot of people didn't see what Alvin, Alvin Kamara can do. Um, till the way Sean Payton used him. So, I mean, like, that's the only thing that I can think of. But e- even this is too rich to get him this this early when you could have, like, moved back one of those picks and got him, you know. Um, and Jack Campbell, like, you know, he's also a second-round guy for me. Like, he's he's not a he's not a first-round player. Like, even though he's a solid player and, and uh, he's, he's uh, good Jack Campbell likes kneecaps and that, right? So, um I don't know, man. Like the, those two are kind of whips. Uh, but then yeah. again, this draft is also, um, I don't think there's a whole lot of elite players in this draft. Like, you know, there are a few, and we got lucky with uh, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. And I don't know why they didn't see how good these players are to even get picked before we picked on, on the 30th pick. Like, you know, I'm, I'm shocked that Nolan Smith was even there. I, I yeah. thought he would be gone like top 15. I th- like some yeah. team would have picked him up. And will McDonald pick like that? Like really shocked me. Like for me, I had him as a second or third rounder, mm-hmm. right? Like he's good, yeah. but like is he that good? Like fifteen overall? Like you know? So yeah. those are my brief thoughts. All right. Well, I mean, I could agree with you guys on this one. Um, yeah, I do have a couple of picks. Like number, like of course, Jalen Carter falling down. I'm guessing. Like the GMs were really concerned about that character concern, but Howie Roseman being Howie Roseman says, I see gold, let me grab him and show and and properly and like get him into just thinking football, play football. This is what it would, this is what yeah. we Eagles like. And some well, of them have a really good security team that does they got uh, like that their homework before they even get any players. So I know how he did his homework, and yeah. and I and and of course, like, um. I like my number one. One of my wishes, I, I talked with Pete in 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 the last two in his last two shows, was like trying to avoid Lucas Van Ness with the Packers getting him. I gotta say thank you, Anand, for grabbing Lucas Van Ness. Um, <laughs> I know, like, but in a good way. Like, if he help, if he helps, like, de- if he develops into the the prototypical pass rusher that and the and that and that and that defensive end that the Packers need they got themselves a steal and another big shocker i thought was um chris i thought christian gonzalez was going to be a top 10 pick yeah he falls down to number 17 to the patriots i think the patriots got right. themselves a big deal got, 
at the steal at right there. The corner. And yep. oh my god, Kalijah Kansi going to Tampa Bay. <laughs> you this line is gonna be fun. And yeah. I and I'm in, and I was telling Anant earlier, imagine the Falcons against the Falcons versus Bucks. I'm gonna be watching Kansi going up, oh, going up against Bijan Robinson. That's gonna be something fun to watch. Oh yeah, but that's gonna be fun. Um, and, but another thing, I another shocking thing, of course. Um, this has to deal with the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. Buffalo, okay. yes, they jumped. They saw some. They, I know they needed help on a like, um, of course, like me living in Albany. I'm surrounded by a bunch of Bills fans in upstate New York. Right. They were saying yeah. we need help on everything. It's like, well, you could get Bijan Robinson. It's like, no, no, we're getting. We want to get like a tight end or something. It's like, oh, you could get King King or Meyer. Mayor, you can't go wrong with that. And the fact that they were able to jump the Cowboys and grab a tight end, that yeah. was a deal. The tight end name love that thing. Tight end yeah. name Dalton. That's the key thing. Yes, and <laughs> no Dalton show Dalton King King combo. Exactly. And of all things. My heart, honestly, my heart dropped when I saw the title Nolan Smith going to the Cowboys on Twitter. But when I saw something else that say Mozzie Smith, I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, I yeah. quite like the guys like Dalton got like Will, like Will McDonald, uh, Mozzie Smith, Felix Anudike Uzoma. Those are what you consider late rounder. Late, like late first, early second, or mid second. I don't get the reason why the Cowboys would select Mozzie Smith, but as the Eagles guy inside me says, take the dude. I mean, take the take the dude. I don't. I could care less. But um, but the fact that the Eagles were able to strengthen with two Georgia things, I think this is now the new standard that Howie Roseman is. Howie Roseman has upgraded himself. He's now, I think he's at the point where he's now selecting players like we want people that want to start and have that NFL talent available, like who can who have played like NFL caliber type of games. You look at the SEC right. conference, those guys are built to play in the first, like to start immediately and play. You get guys like that, you're pretty much set. But but hey, you got to coach. You gotta you gotta see them play. You gotta improve on that. These are steps. Mm -hmm. But Howie Roseman did his freaking homework, and the fact that the that those guys were not taken, Nolan Smith falling this late. I don't know what. Again, I'm just shocked. And Miles Murphy, I do have some questions on that. They could have gotten safety. They really needed help because oh, there's one thing for sure. Uh, death. Taxes and Eli Apple getting burnt on coverage. They could have gotten. They could have. They could have. What if they had gotten Brian Branch? They could have moved Daxton Hill from safety to corner, and then put in Brian Branch. Make him play a mix of nickel and corner. It could work out. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that Brian Branch is still available, I'm praying that he, if he falls to that the Eagles, I would take him. No, I would. I think the the Packers would probably either move up in the second round to draft Brian Branch, and you have to draft ammunition for that. And yeah. and I think like overall, this has been one crazy surprising. The NFC East got a little bit better, especially with um, the the Commanders selecting Emmanuel Forbes and the Giants selecting Deontay Banks. Selecting, um, Deontay Banks. Deontay Banks. 
That's that a was good a good pick. That's a good that pick. A- and it's gonna be tough because he because those two guys, Emmanuel Forbes and and Deontay Banks, they're good lockdown corners. And I cannot yeah. and I think like I and but I think like Howie Roseman's not done. I have a gut feeling he's gonna pull off something, some shenanigans. Either way, right. um, and now for for both of you, who was your overall winner in the in round one? I hate to say it. I hate to say it. The Eagles. I mean, just the way, the way that you guys just pulled off the moves, getting. No, somehow Jalen Carter at nine. This all has to lead to last year's draft. Like last year's draft helped you guys set up this year's draft, right? Right. Had it not been for the trade with the Saints, had it not been the trade with the Titans, you wouldn't have gotten A.J. Brown. Um, Like you wouldn't have gotten to this place without last year's draft. So from yeah. that point onwards, Harry Roseman was like, I'm going to reshape this defense from the defensive line, and we're going to dominate the trenches. And that's what he did. And I'm predicting, like you said, I think he's not done a building in the trenches. I think he's going to attack the offensive line now in the second rounds uh, with, you know, maybe uh, maybe a center like John Michael Schmitz to be trained under, um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting, Jason Kelsey. To be oh, yeah. Jason Kelsey. Then you also have Lane Johnson, who's probably going to retire in a year or two, mm-hmm. right? You just lost Isaac Samalu. Um, I think so. Yeah. You need some more replacement offensive line players, and I think that's what he's going to target in day two. It's yeah. kind of thin, it's uh, very thin, but, but yeah. I think he can get like one or two pieces. Um, but yeah, I think Eagles won this. There's just there's no way. There is no way that this happens again. I mean, I just – it's, in, it's, it's incredible what you guys were able to pull off. So, yeah, Eagles definitely won. The Lions would have won given the position that we're in if, if, they, if they got the right pieces. But, yeah, no, Eagles mm-hmm. won. Yeah. And, um, Pete, who do you – your thoughts? Yeah, you already know my answer. It's yeah. us. <laughs> oh, yeah. But – yeah, as there are some teams that made some good picks, um, you know, Panthers going with uh, Bryce Young, that was smart. Then CJ, CJ Stroud, like that's I know, especially with Frank Reich, they're gonna develop the shit out of him. Like he's gonna be really good. Like, yeah, um, you know, like if we if Jalen Hurts didn't become the guy he he became in 2022, Eagles would have been taught being in the quarterback discussion because we know before 2022. Like the season started, you were trying to like if there was talks we trying to trade for Russell Wilson and all of this yada yada like you know different um, quarterbacks that we were trying to get even Deshaun Watson and whatnot. But um, you know, good thing Jalen developed into becoming a decent QB and um, but we won this draft like no doubt like we never win round one never like this never happens like you know well, usually we pick some whips. Right, like the AJ Brown does, AJ Brown. But like, uh, the story still got to be written on um, um, Jordan Davis, right? So he's, yeah. We have to, we have to see what kind of a player he becomes this year. Like, if if he's a bad pick, then you know AJ Brown is the only one that we can really, um, right. you know, 
say that that actually worked out. So, but other than that, like you know, man, I've sat through so many first round mock, mock drafts and drafts, and um, you know, like being pissed at the end of the night because like they picked some player that's supposed to go on the third round, you know. And I'm 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 so glad that we're becoming the team that's like knows how to identify talent and going to like good schools and picking from good schools. Cause you know, I think yeah. Howie is like, like you can see the improvement of Howie. If you like watched him all the way from 2010 to like now, like he's improved as a GM and I know I'm sure he has a team that he's listening to and whatnot. Um, but yeah, dude, I, overall I would say we won this draft and the Texans, that will be a close yeah, I number think Texas two. Will be- Texas will be number two. They got, I have, they got their quarterback and they got their pass rusher. Right. Like yeah. two important positions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, I think um Pete, you definitely said that. Uh, you I like of course, like of course the Eagles won the one day one on the draft. I'm I mean, is um bec- number one because I'm being very biased right now, and number two is we saw what Howie Roseman was able to pull off and the and the amount of talent that's left on the board the fact that it fell to us perfectly without even having to trade that's rare right but i also yeah. think like again like with the texans i don't know what i don't know what happened but like i like i understood like the cardinals wanting to trade on the third round i thought they would go later for someone who with the qb needing theme but to trade back again with the texans to have back-to-back picks it's securing a qb for the future and in line and 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 a defensive talent that D'Amico Ryan's is going D'Amico to Ryan's. viciously Mufasa. love. Yes, going to have some or fun Eagle, with him. Eagle linebacker. Um, but I think like I think that I think the Texans won round one, also won round one, but in a close yeah. second they get a silver medal. But uh, and if I wanted to have like a third winner, mm-hmm. I'm. A, I, I, I'm I'm gonna be super biased on this one. I'm gonna still go Buffalo Bills. They jumped over the Dallas Cowboys. I would say the Seahawks. So, oh, that's what I would say. I was thinking too. And at twenty, and then getting Devin Witherspoon as a complimentary piece to Tariq Woolen. That's gonna be. A, I think they're trying to read the oh, the yeah, league, yeah. You know, They're trying to um have that no fly zone, which I think, like they're securing the future. For that secondary, they try right. to build what Richard Sherman, what Earl Thomas, what Cam Chancellor, all those more like the lot, those more like the Legion of Boom because of the hard hits of the secondary. But it's going to be a no fly zone. And I think with Pete, I don't know who their defensive coordinator is, but that'll be once we do, uh, that'll be later on once um, we get to the NFC, once we get to the NFL division breakdowns, which I cannot wait after this draft. That's going to be fun. But um, yeah. What a day! What a day, y'all! Yeah, what a day! I mean, I would also say uh, the New England Patriots—they they got Gonzo like pretty late, yeah. so that was that was a steal. Yeah. Like you know, they, they like, if you're a quarterback needy team, like that's the player you want. All right. Yeah, I think a lot of teams were very sensible in their selections. I think there were only mm-hmm. a few teams that reached. Of course, the Lions, the Jets, and then you know you have the Cowboys. Right. But- <laughs> <laughs> but, but like even even some of the questionable moves if you uh, if you think about it does make sense like the falcons Bijan robinson you mentioned right yeah if right. you take a look at their offense now what the what yeah. the falcons have arthur smith wants to run a power run offense right because he was the right. he was the offensive coordinator with derrick henry uh right. for the Titans, 
And now you yeah. just got Bijan Robinson. Plus, yep. they have Corderell, uh, Corderell Patterson and Tyler right. Algier and Drake London and Kyle Pitts. And right. they're probably going to get like another wide receiver maybe in day two or day three. So I think they're they're trying to help whoever is the quarterback, whether it's you know Desmond Ritter or um, whoever it is. I don't know whoever it is. But whoever their quarterback is, they're trying to give as many pieces as possible to try – and help them develop, especially Desmond Ritter. And like if Desmond right. Ritter fails this year and next year, even with all this talent, then you know he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So they're just trying yeah. to get as much offensive talent as possible. So yeah, I it makes I, sense. I, I mean, like, is a he's a good he's a good pickup for them, uh, especially it the NFC South is a weaker division now. So I mean right. You know, like unless the Panthers come and surprise everybody, which is you know they might uh, because they have Bryce Young, but it's a easily winnable division. So you know, if Atlanta just runs the ball, they win nine games, they're in the playoffs. Right. You they know, were one. Of the, they got to do that. Yeah, I think they were top five last year in rushing efficiency, even without. Oh. Yeah. So they they were very good at running the football because they have a star-studded offensive line who they just re-signed. Right? They they re-signed Chris Lindstrom. They retained a lot of their key pieces. So their offensive line is really solid. Obviously, Cordell Patterson came out of nowhere with like ridiculous amount of touchdowns for some oh, yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. Right? At the age of he's 20. an offensive weapon, is what he is. Like right, right. He, so he can play like four positions in that exactly. <laughs> he's like the gadget play. He's like he's like the ga- like the proper gadget player. The proper the gadget guy. That's the gadget yeah. guy you want. Like right. And so he can play special teams on top of that. Yeah. So right. now you have two gadget players with Cordell Patterson and Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. who can both oh, run yeah. and pass block and pass catch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So that was yeah, that. Just I, Bijan and uh, Cordero. That's it. That's the game oh, plan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's all. I did like, and if no one, and if everyone's tired of Bijan and Cordero, and they're gonna gang attack him, aim for Drake London, aim for Kyle Pitts. You have those options. Yeah. Now it's up to. Yeah, Arthur. it's basically what Tennessee used to do. Yeah, except with, like except with, when they had AJ Brown, when they had Julio Jones, and they could do that. Yeah, because yeah, that's fine, I. No, they also had a weaker offensive line too. Yeah, they don't yeah. have an offensive line. Falcons will definitely need to keep an eye on that. So, right. yeah, I mean, that, I think Desmond Ritter will take that next step. I think so, especially yeah. with this line Ritter's- and running back to help him out. Like, yeah. and he Ritter's- doesn't have to do much in this uh, in this division. Like I said, like nine or ten wins will get you in the playoffs. Right. Right. Even in a weaker NFC, you could you don't even need to like win the division. You could get in as like the seven seed. Yeah, yeah. Just get in, play in, and play spoiler. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, so what, what right. were you saying? Rit, about Ritter. Yeah, I mean dude, Ritter's a great Ritter's a good QB. Like especially when he had those performances with Cincinnati when he was with uh, at University of Cincinnati, and. Mm. Um, and I think like I think what he needs to what he really needs to focus on is like of course he has he has that instinct of like of like when the pocket's collapsing make try and make a play or um or try try and make a play or like try and run for the first down but like I think as much now that with Bijan Robinson having that strength 
it eases a lot of that pressure. But I would like to see Arthur Smith work with him on the passing abilities. I mean, of course, you got Drake London and Kyle Pitts, but in Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, Cordell Patterson, you got a good number of weapons. But it's a good team. It's a good team. But the thing is, the coaching we got to see it reflect, and the record right. speaks for it. Numbers, the, yeah. the, the no stats don't lie. Stats don't lie. And I think, and, and with this, if the Falcons are able to to utilize Ritter in the second mm -hmm. in, in in for his first full year because he came in halfway with Mariota. Right. Now, then I think um, we could see. Then we could they can determine. Okay, is this the direction we want to stick with? Do we stick with Mariota for? Do we stick with Ritter for one more year, or do we wait for the next um, QB to come through? And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be up, available. Is it going to be like who? Like all I know is like the next picks for like for the picks for like next year is going to be ridiculous. You're going to see Marvin Harrison Jr. come up front, and I cannot oh wait God. to get him. Dude, if we get all him, right. <laughs> oh God, dude, that'd be that's a that's not gonna yeah, happen. It's... That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a zero percent chance. No, there's always it, it. Remember, I said like there will be some GM who who decides to pick up the boat, and when he realizes how he rolls me, like, oh damn, I screwed up. That's not the bit. I think the Bears, um, they were all right with that because they wanted to get someone else, but. Yeah, no, they, they got Peter Bronson. They, no, they got what they no, the Bears got um they had Darnell Wright. Oh no, 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 sorry, yeah, no, no. P, uh, Titans got Peter Peter Scar. Darnell Wright. Dar Darnell yeah. Wright. Yeah. And um yeah. yeah. And I think I, he uh, was picked a little early, right? Darnell no, he was picked the number Darnell Wright was 10. Was, he a, was lot a, of, a, was? a lot of mock drafts did have Darnell Wright in the first round, not as like a top three tackle, but right. he's He's not like the top one or two. That was always going to be Paris Johnson and Peter Skaronsky. But I guess he was the second one here. I don't know. I mean, right. the, 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 the thing with him is that his experience matters a lot because he played both left and right tackles. And he had 2,700 snaps over his college career at those two. And especially last year, he gave up zero sacks on 570 snaps. Okay. Oh, so yeah. That's he was... He was an underrated selection. I mean, he he needed to be selected by the Bears. Like they right. needed a tackle. And I so. think the Bears did us a favor, man, because we only had to give up a fourth round pick to move up one pick. Like in the first round, sometimes teams give up, give up like a future first rounder. Mm -hmm. Like we only had to give up a fourth round pick. Yeah, because I think the like, Bears that did that. Is you know, crazy. they're not going to go for a QB or anything, so they didn't yeah, really yeah. have the leverage. And it's just one pick. I mean. I feel like yeah, I mean like, like and it's not even from this year's draft, it's for like next year's draft. Like right. how we definitely didn't work some magic because you know uh Ryan Poles uh, like and his boy uh Ian Cunningham, he worked for Howie like a couple of years ago, right? I'm sure there mm -hmm. was there's a connection right there, you know. Like we we didn't give up nothing for that. Like we and we got Jalen Carter, like that's amazing. Yeah. That itself is amazing. Like, and then we got Nolan Smith. It's like <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, like we might as well we might as well have like um in the Georgia Bulldog lineup if they're continuing to build win championships over Alabama, we might as well have an Eagles front office staff inside like a recruiting center inside the Georgia campus to say, hey, right. come to Philly, come to Philly, just exactly. get that mentality. We uh, we might as well rename the Georgia B University as Philadelphia number two. 
We might as well change the Eagles to the Bulldogs. I'll be okay with that. Recruiting. Recruiting directly from Keely Ringo tomorrow. I'm calling you. Oh, my God. If we get Keely Ringo, I would be. All right. That's going to be crazy. With this being said, what a first round and what a first round of the 2023 NFL draft. It has been crazy. It's been amazing. I am um, your co-host, Rakshak Iyengar of NFL Masala, along with my other co-host, Anasal uh, Gundy, and, of course, our special guest, Pete Nathan of the Pete Nathan Show and contributor of Florida, John. Thank you very much. And we will – and make sure to follow us like like subscribe and on spotify itunes google podcast and pocket cast and you can also follow us on instagram at, at lowercase nflmasala2022 that is nflmasala2022 all lowercase and last but not least we'll hit you with your outros go pack go and fly eagles, eagles. fly and before we cut this, please subscribe to Pete Nathan. And Pete Nathan, tell us where we can subscribe to you, where we can follow you. Please let us know. Awesome. Uh, so you can find me at Pete Nathan on uh, YouTube. And uh, I also have an Instagram page. You can, you can add me right there. And uh, Pete Nathan at uh, Twitter also. And one word, P-E-T-E-N-A-T-H-A-N. That's all you got to do, you know. We do this every week. And uh, – I would love to have you guys uh, after this draft, like you know, next sometime next week, uh, talk about all the draft picks, and then let's go through it. You know, if you guys are open to it, like you guys are more than welcome. Definitely, thank you for the offer. Thank, thank you for contributing you. to our podcast. Very of much, of course, man. Very course. fun having you. Oh yeah, so, this was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you. Yep. Thank mm -hmm. you. Take care, everybody. Right. Take care. Take care.